Ladies and gentlemen, women and men, girls and boys, superheroes and villains, trash pandas, flurkins, and whoever or whatever the hell is listening to this podcast, hello and good evening. My name is Kevin and I am your host. Welcome to episode 10 of Nobody Asked You Kevin. We're going to try something a little bit different tonight. Tonight's episode is one where we're going to get to know somebody by asking them or her, some questions in the appropriately named segment, Somebody Had to Ask. And that's it. There will be no other segments, no talk about rock music, no science talk, nothing. But before we get started, I do have a question for any listener out there. A challenge, one might say. Can you name the song that I used as the show intro for today? I'll even play it again right now. If you know what song that is, email me the answer at nobodyaskedyoukevin at gmail.com. If you get it, I'll give you a shout out on the next episode. Because if you get this song, you know your rock music. And I kind of want to be your friend, so let me know if you know it. Anyways, let's get on with the show. Six It's time for us to have some fun. It's it's a segment I like to call Somebody Had to Ask. And tonight I am joined by Amanda Albers. So welcome, Amanda. Hello, hello. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm happy to have you on the podcast tonight. Um, are you doing all right tonight? I'm doing all right. It's a little bit warmer outside, out here in Kansas City, so not freezing anymore. <laughs> we've, was... we've reached over 35 degrees. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I woke up this morning. I'm in Indiana. We, I woke up and wasn't expecting to see what I saw outside. There was a bunch of snow outside. So um, I think the last snow of the, the winter is probably here. And it, it all disappeared, though, today. It got a little bit warmer here. But um, I'm, I'm kind of happy for the warmer weather coming up. Mm-hmm. It's been I a am, long winter. Yeah, I am not a winter person. I, I, I like the the spring into the summer. Don't really like the hot temps too much, and I love the fall. So, um, do not like the winter time. Yeah, I only like it because I can uh, finally wear my boots and my big coats and scarves and whatnot. But that's about <laughs> it. Um, so, you do anything fun today? Um, today I did a little bit of working. Um, I've been driving around doing that Instacart stuff, the grocery shopping. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Being a little snoopy and shocked at people's food options. <laughs> 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 Trying not to be too judgy, but but uh, also discovering different things where I'm like, oh, I didn't know that Aldi's had this or Oh, I know. love I love Aldi. I yeah. I love I have one like 
within walking distance of me. Oh, here. that's and awesome! It's I love that place. I, I love a lot of their stuff. I go I go there quite a bit. It's so affordable, and even though a lot of stuff is not labeled as quote unquote organic, a lot of the product is. Oh, nice! I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. So good All stuff. Right. <laughs> and it's just fun to snoop and see like, ooh, what are they cooking tonight? <laughs> Maybe they'll invite me over for some tacos. Hey, I had some tacos <laughs> tonight. That was Yeah, I went I went to the store earlier today and I I was I got a bunch of stuff for tacos and, and of course the cashier is like, Hey, you having tacos tonight? And I was like, Sure. Um <laughs> Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Just just buying a shit ton of of taco related stuff, not going to have any of it, but, um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we're going to do somebody had to ask tonight. Um, uh, and if, um, over the next few minutes, I, I just want you to tell the audience here a bit about yourself, introduce yourself to us, tell us what makes you tick your hobbies, um, what makes you, you all in the next two to three minutes. <laughs> so your life story in three minutes. Life during three minutes. Go. Um, yeah, grew up in a uh, western Kansas. Started out on a farm, and um, well, I guess I was technically born in Colorado, but um, yeah, spent most of my life in western Kansas. Kind of a farm kid, but not a hardcore farm kid. And always wanted to get out of that life, so slowly I've moved eastward and live in the massive city of Kansas City right now. It's not that big, but. There's a lot to do here, and two reasons I moved here were the number of movie theaters and, like, local restaurants, so that's kind of what I do in my spare time, other than hanging out with my dog, Sophie, it's watching a lot of movies and eating a lot of good food. <laughs> and, yeah. So I'm a hairstylist, so I talk to people every day and glean lots and lots of information, so, Yeah. So it's kind of weird being on the other end of things right now because I'm usually the one asking questions. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you. I'm sure you ask a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you get a lot of interesting responses as well. Yes, and then sometimes some of those responses need to be delicately, delicately directed into another avenue. <laughs> All I can say is uh, the day after the election, Oh no! <laughs> a couple of years ago, it was one of those things where I knew what clients I had on the books, and I was just like, they would sit in my chair, and they would look at me in the mirror and look at my face, and they're like, so, what about last night? And I said, oh, I went to a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I turned off my phone, and I went to a movie. I was like, I didn't want to pay attention to any of it, and yeah, it made for some you know, because the two things you don't talk about are religion and politics in a setting <laughs> like that. But I'm in a more laid back salon right now that um, even though I don't practice this behavior, but it's a vegan salon. So all the products are cruelty free, animal free, you know, like no beeswax and anything. Oh, so okay. it's kind of more of a laid back open space. So some talk can be had, but you know, I still try to keep away from some of that stuff. Just keeps me sane. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know they actually had vegan hair salons. Um, this is the only one in Kansas City right now. Oh, nice. Oh, I learned yeah. something new tonight. Cool. Yep. 
All right. Anything else you want to tell us about yourself? I mean, what are you a fan of? I mean, are you um, a fan of Marvel, DC? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm definitely, I'd never read the comics growing up or anything, but I've always been like Batman 66 was probably my first, or not 66, the 60s Batman series. Sorry, that was about the comic. Anyway, um, that was probably my first major fandom and was totally wanting to be Julie Newmar, Catwoman every day. And that <laughs> has not changed. Um, yeah, always loved the Muppets when I was a kid, still love them now. My adult fandoms, oh, yes. yeah, got into the Doctor Who and, of course, the MCU. And yeah, there's lots of little bits of things things uh too much television like right now i'm having to blow through queer eye but not too quickly because they have been here filming all over kansas city for months so now they have the episodes up oh nice so so they are they they are filming in kansas city yeah they did they left um the final thing that they had to record was actually a music video that they made that i actually got to be an audience audience member of Oh, nice. That was, yeah, that was about like six weeks ago, something like that. So I'm honestly, yeah, I'm enjoying the episodes, but I'm waiting to see if the music video is on here so I can see the back of my head and be totally <laughs> excited over it. So, <laughs> well, that's, that's really cool. That's really yeah. cool. I, I, I honestly didn't know where they uh, were filming or anything. So, mm-hmm. cool. Um, yeah. So, that's awesome. So we got to know you a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. um, so the way this works tonight is I've got 20 questions lined up. Um, they range from serious or somewhat serious questions to just downright dumb and stupid questions. Um, cool. So so you have not heard or seen these questions ahead of time, right? There was no preparation. No preparation. Makes okay. me kind of nervous. <laughs> well, they're, they're all really, I mean, they're all really dumb. <laughs> so, um, and, and there is only one rule to this entire thing is you cannot answer yes or no only. You have that, to elaborate on your answer. Okay. That is so funny because that is my habit as a hairstylist is to create questions that cannot be answered with those two words. Nice. Then, then, then you will do <laughs> extremely well with this. <laughs> That's funny. So. Um, so I, we'll get right into it. Um, um, the first question I have, and like I said, I think I said before, these are all randomized. Um, I didn't even see them until about five minutes ago. I didn't cool. see which ones would be asked. So um, the first question that I pose to you is if your life was a movie, what would that movie be titled? Oh, my gosh. That's a hard one. I mean, it can be it can be a current movie. It can be any sort of movie title. It could be anything you want it to be. But what would your your life as a movie be titled? Um. Okay. Thought of it. Um. The mess that is me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and why is that? Um. Actually, I was going through some old notebooks that I had. I've kind of moved into a new place and still slowly going through those like leftover boxes that have you know the little tiny things you don't need to put away quite yet and I found an old notebook that I used to journal in and write a bunch of stuff and I'd written a little 
found a, a book intro, quote unquote, but that's what I had that piece titled. Nice. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I've never really thought about this question, but um, uh, it, it is something interesting to think of because I have no idea what my life movie would be titled. I don't even know what where where you would start. <laughs> All right, so see, that's an easy first question. Yeah, the mess that is me. Yes. Um, so number two, what is your favorite holiday, and why? Could be any holiday out there. It doesn't have to be a major holiday either. Uh, man, favorite holiday. That's a tough one. Rolling through, I'm like, mm, I like my Christmas tree because I have a new tree with new ornaments, and they're all kind of nerdy and dorky themed. But I like decorating for Halloween. But I don't know. All in all, I'd have to say the Fourth of July because a lot of that time I do and always have spent with my family, and that was actually my grandmother's birthday. Oh, that's so, nice. Lots of memories tied to that holiday. Oh, Just good. summertime, sparklers, fireworks, all that stuff. Yeah, so do you do any sort of, like, huge celebration with, do you do your own fireworks, um, anything like that? Um, it's different every year. I've had family come visit me because – my family still is all pretty much in Western Kansas, so it changes every year. Um, a lot of times I've gone out to Western Kansas and have driven back on purpose on the evening of the 4th because it's so flat and dark in the summer uh, okay. that you can actually see fireworks on a good chunk of the drive when you're cruising down I-70. Oh, wow. So it's really pretty, too. So Yeah, that's really cool right there. I never, mm -hmm. I never really thought about that. Oh, yeah. People... To even travel on the 4th of July that night. That's mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And there's always a ton here in Kansas City. And there's a couple spots you can go where you can see multiple shows going on at, or at the same time. So, and I just huh. like fireworks. I've always liked fireworks. Oh, yeah. I, I love fireworks. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, we put it, we started doing a, I call we call it the, annual shanks extrav fourth of july extravaganza here at the house oh, nice. and <laughs> buy a ton of fireworks um or big. as much as we can <laughs> big booming fireworks off the ground Love it. and just i mean invite family over and whatever and friends over whatever and just have a fun time over the july 4th holiday whether it's the fourth and fifth and sixth and just one night just light them all off and have fun that's um, awesome. And we, we typically put on a good show. And, of course, all the neighbors around, they're all doing fireworks, too. So um, it I always we always laugh because my dad always tells me that we always, we typically have – we should have the uh, uh, town fire department on standby because it gets that <laughs> bad. But, um, yeah, Fourth of July is a good one for me. Um, I'm a big Halloween person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you said you had a, a dorky Christmas tree. Yeah. What what's Hold on that? On. What's on that Christmas tree that makes it dorky? Um. Well, I have my TARDIS. I have the Hallmark Wicked Witch of the West. Um. I have a System of a Down Christmas bulb. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like who would have thought? I found it online. I was like, I need this for my tree. So I'll get myself like one or two ornaments every year, so I don't go too crazy. 
Um, I have one for Orphan Black, Orphan Black that says Sestra. Um, ah, okay. Yeah. Jeez, uh, what other ones do I have? There's hmm, those are the top ones I can think off of my head because that's what I bought in the last two years. Oh yeah, always Star Wars. Um, oh, I have the Weeping Angel from Doctor Who as my tree topper. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, what else is on there? Oh, I have um, Hal from uh 2001 oh okay odyssey and he talks it's kind of creepy but um (laughs) those are the those are the top ones i can think of i still have my pretty ornaments on there but that's kind of what my christmas tree has evolved to (laughs) i'm still fascinated by the system of a down yeah (laughs) that's that's really cool That's really cool, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be flat out honest right now because it's been so cold this winter and I just get weird attitudes about stuff. I have kept my tree up. It is still up right now. Well, that's one of those that you can keep up all the time. <laughs> I know. I just like looking at it. I'm like, hey, should I take it down? I'm like, not yet. Not yet. It, it took me. So. I have my own. I have a little tree I put on my office desk and it's got a bunch of do- what I would consider dorky ornaments as well. Mm-hmm. And... um. The uh, uh, the one thing on there, my wife got me uh, uh, several years ago, but it's uh, the wreath of Khan. Oh, it's, nice. uh, it's Khan from Star Trek, and it, it wrapped funny. up in a wreath. So, um, and it's got a lot of stuff like that. And there's a cross stitched ornament that says "Suck it, Trebek." Oh, and... <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> that's awesome. But I. Uh, but yeah, so you've said you found that system of down ornament where? Just online somewhere. It just I'll get a weird get a weird hair itch and just try to Google if something exists and a lot of times it really works out. And yeah, just found it. So yeah, I'm looking at my tree now. So there's a rainbow bright on there too. And a couple other little things like ruby slippers, uh, one that my aunt had made from her cherry tree. Hmm. And yeah, that's about it. And some old family ones and stuff from clients. So cool. I I always find it fast. <laughs> I always find it fascinating what people put on Christmas trees. So mm-hmm. I mean, because I mean, anything can be an ornament. Um, I mean, small little tokens of of whatever and keepsakes and regular store bought ornaments. Um, and then like the dorky things that we like to get into. Um, but yeah, cool. All right, so um, number three would be, which historical figure would you most like to be? Oh, Out of any, well, anyone, uh, anyone. I would be one of the real Rosie the Rivers, full on 100%. I know there was a real gal that she was fashioned after, the fictional Rosie, but... One of the women in the factories taking care of business, holding the country down during World War II. So if I could be the real Rosie the Riveter, I would, yes, absolutely. That's that's a really cool answer. I like that answer a lot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. I randomize this again. All right, here's a question. This is one that I've thought about before. You know, the encyclopedia, 
remember that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. I don't. I don't know how old you are. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I. I. Young people. I don't know if they remember the encyclopedia. I mean, I say that. Oh, I'm, I. I, <laughs> I remember the the college kids that would come to your door in the summer. Oh, okay. And kind of per- sell you the set of encyclopedias. Yeah. Perfect. All right. <laughs> so you remember that. If you were to read an entire, if you were made to read an entire volume, which letter would you choose and why? Ooh. I remember flipping through them as a kid. <laughs> uh, do these encyclopedias still have like the, is it the encyclopedias that had like the, uh, the painted layered bodies? Or is that? Was that something else? Do I you remember what right. I'm like the, the, the clear pages? Um, where you could like it would show like the skeletal system and everything cert- like that. I think certain encyclopedias would, yes. Yeah. What letter? Well, my name starts with an A, but I don't want to do the A. I might just go ahead and pick the M, and I don't know why. I feel like I don't know enough about things named or started with the letter M. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like should... it, would be, it would be a decent chunk, but not like crazy, not like an S or a T. Yeah, those would be those would be pretty big, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I always liked like um, uh, S for like because I was mm-hmm. always big into space as a kid. Ooh, yeah. So like some of the space stuff was under S and. Um, I always always loved because I would always go over to my grandparents' house. We lived in Michigan at the time. Grandparents lived up in Michigan, and they had a bunch of encycl- old encyclopedias. And then I would be the kind of dorky kid who would open encyclopedias and and learn about something, and then write it all out. Oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> I so love that. Was, that was that, that was me. A better way to retain. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would I would write things out and make little little like reports on my own i mean that's how how much of a dork i am but um i i uh i always loved the space related ones so um i would i would probably pick an s um for that reason or or something related to the space one very cool i always like the space stuff too yeah i remember we had a which i still wish i had this but my parents had this book it was um I can't even remember what it was called. It was like a space atlas or something. And it, it was like, it probably, it was about 300 pages or something. And it was like a large book. I mean, it was probably like longer than a, like a legal pad, whatever the dimensions of the legal pad is like the, the length. And Mm -hmm. it was, it was really cool because it went all throughout the like U S space history and the solar system and planets and, I mean everything it was really neat and had really cool pictures and everything in it and i don't ever know what happened to that book oh but i kind of wish now thinking about it i kind of wish i had that mm-hmm. that'd was, be awesome yeah it's really cool yeah i remember like in i think it was like in second grade uh our school for whatever reason i don't know if it was just a trend throughout all schools at that time in the i guess it'd be late 80s yeah, late 80s, uh, space was like a huge thing. And I feel like we focused on it for a, probably like two quarters of my second grade year. And 
we had astronauts that would come and talk to us because there's like a few of them from Kansas. Um, we did all sorts of like studying reports. I still have a copy of one of my reports that I did. Now this was in third grade. I was in third grade and I did a report on black holes. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And even reading it back, like, you know, okay, this is just me in third grade, but what I had retained and, you know, gained from all of that, I was like, I kind of understood what that was. That's kind of amazing that my third grade head (laughs) was into that, I guess. But, you know, I was in the gifted program for that, for that, those few years. And there was one kid, because I wanted to be an astronaut for, that was like my first childhood dream. I wanted to be an astronaut. And I kid you not, in grade school, in third grade, one of the boys told me that I couldn't be an astronaut because I was a girl. No, no. Yeah. Starts Uh, early, kids. Starts early. Jeez. Yeah, I I hate to hear that. That's that's terrible. Which I know if I if I were to tell this guy now that he told me that and I still remember it like and it has impacted me. (laughs) Like it was a, a memory that it's seared into the back of my head. If I were to tell him now, he would be like devastated. Like, I can't believe I said that as a kid. Because, you know. Well, I mean, well, kids say stupid things, but right. they, they learned it from somewhere. I right. Mean, they learned it from somewhere, and that's a sad thing. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's it gets ingrained pretty early. And it starts early. And unfortunately, um, it's still that way in a lot of things. Right. But the fact that it's still one of those memories that has stuck with me kind of almost pisses me off a little bit, but. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it does. Something that proves a point, too. But I guess, you know, now that not a lot of that stuff's happening, I would be out of a job. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I yeah, I'm sure, though, I'm sure it pisses you off a lot. I mean, that pisses me off just hearing it. I can't imagine. Mm -hmm. I mean being in that situation. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I have a question though. You might yeah. know the answer. Is it true that um, I've always heard the rumor that if you've ever smoked a menthol cigarette, that you wouldn't be able to go above the earth's atmosphere because whatever's in the cigarettes for menthol like crystallizes in your lungs and stays there forever or something like that. And the atmospheric change would basically you would like your lungs would bleed out. Huh. I have never heard that in my no life. No way. That's I, stuff, stuff I've gleaned from clients that I'm like, I don't know. I have honestly heard, never heard that. And I have a hard time believing that that's true. Um, from right. what I know about menthol itself, um, and from from em- everything that I know about it, um, I have a hard time believing that. I mean, I would say many. I mean, I would just think that m- many of like the older astronauts back in the day, right? Were, I would say yeah, everybody smoked back then. I have a heart. I mean, especially if you're talking like the Russian cosmonauts and some of those people. I have a hard time believing that 
they did like some of those older first generation second generation astronauts didn't smoke right um, and and menthol cigarettes i know were invented I mean, decades before um human spaceflight so i i have a hard time believing that i i have never yeah. heard that <laughs> Um, okay. I, I would think I would think really though that the the kicker would be probably if you're a regular smoker, I mm-hmm. think it would be more difficult probably to maybe be in that physical shape to, that it you have to right. be in to be an astronaut and pass some of those tests. But other than that, I don't I don't I think that's I mean without me looking anything up or knowing anything really extra about it, I would say it's probably one of those myths. Yeah. that have kind of been around and kind of stayed around Isn't about that... space travel. Okay, I'm still baffled on how myths like this or like, you know, the lady in the next town with the dog and her peanut butter, like how, you know what I'm talking about? Like the weird myth stories that mm-hmm. all of us have heard, like Mr. Rogers being a sniper, like all of these weird stories that all of us have heard before social media, before the internet. But... <laughs> we all know these key stories for some reason, and they all got around word of mouth. Oh yeah, and it's not and it's not just in the U.S. Like I've asked people that have been in other countries, and there are similar stories, or the same ones that are that were still told, like throughout the '90s and stuff like that. Yeah, it's. I mean, those things, urban legends, myths, whatever you want to call them, those things get around and. Yeah, I mean, back before the days of the internet, I mean, things things traveled, I mean, much slower, but they did definitely get mm-hmm. around. And and unfortunately, I think today, I mean, <laughs> things are just ripe. I mean, w- I mean, with whatever you want to call it, quote unquote, fake news and um, just just stupid stuff that kind of is still out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I fight that pretty much all the time with um, uh, my job as a toxicologist just a lot of the drug myths mm-hmm. um, of y- you're going to overdose if you touch this drug or you're going to develop a to- or develop drug addiction or dependence after one use or, or anything like that. Um, or there are certain things that you can kill somebody with that will never be found. I mean, there are so many myths out there and they just keep going odd. I mean, year after year after year yeah. and, I have never heard. You you said Mr. Rogers is a sniper. I've never heard that one. That's what? a neat one. Too. No, I've never heard that one. I'm gonna you, I'm gonna Google that right now because you Google that and it's it's it was never a thing. Like it was something that me as a youngster, because I love Mr. Rogers, I would defend it, def, defend it. Where I was just like, he was not a sniper. Not that there's anything wrong with having that position in the military, you know. But I was like, Mr. Rogers, like none of it lined up the timelines just didn't make sense but yeah yeah I'd, he, I'd fight people on it and argue about it <laughs> yeah, like he he, never... they said he had like tattoos like he had sleeve tattoos i was like whether he had tattoos or not but he doesn't and he was not a sniper and that's the point like <laughs> quit arguing about it yeah i don't I'm even right think he ever <laughs> i don't think he ever served in the military i don't think he did either huh yeah i had but never no. heard that one that's a good one though <laughs> i could see why people because it's i think a lot of those sort of urban legends and myths, they, they kind of hang around because some of them are so outlandish and crazy mm-hmm. that you, you could say, well, 
I don't. It's that's too wild to be true, but mm-hmm. it's out there. So maybe there. I mean, it's. I mean, it's the whole flat Earth stuff. It's the whole. Um, we never landed on the moon type stuff. I mean, <laughs> I mean that stuff. I mean, don't get me started on oh, the flat Earth. Oh, I love getting into that. Flat That's Earth funny. people and all that stuff. I have you watched that Flat Earth Netflix or on Netflix that documentary? No, uh, not yet. I probably yeah. will at some point, but not yeah, yet. Search, when when you get time, search that out. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, yeah, and I, you know, just as many clients as I've I have had in my chair over the years. Like I just had one of my ladies that's she like 82, just after her husband passed from uh, dementia, she just decided to start seeing the world more. And she took that trip to Antarctica. It's the same one that like she wasn't on the same trip with Henry Rollins, but it's the same one Henry Rollins talks about. Okay. On his, you know, talking tours. Mm-hmm. And so now between him and her, I'm like, I need to put Antarctica on my trip. And <laughs> the way they describe travel and everything, I was like, nah, it doesn't sound so flat to me. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, I could talk forever on the stupidity of flat Earth. I, 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 I we won't. But <laughs> I, just, I can't. I can't. I can't even deal with those. I've flown in a plane. You know, I've been overseas, so you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll move on. <laughs> Let's go for it. All right, this is one that came up last episode, last time we did this. What is your favorite curse word or insult? Ooh. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> favorite. Something you use more, more often than not, or your favorite I... combination of words or whatever. Yeah, I probably say shit a lot. I was in a really bad, like, not bad, but, like, <laughs> in a spot where I dropped the F-bomb a lot more. But, no, I say shit a lot, or shitty, something like that. And then I like to just call people douchebags. Yep, that's a good I, one. That's just, it, it's an easy go-to. Yeah, <laughs> my, 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 there, I, I have two favorites. I mean, there's mm-hmm. douche canoe. Mm-hmm. And asshat. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about asshat. I used to use that one a lot. Another one I've kind of come back to is just using the word dick. Yeah. Just calling people dicks. And is, uh, gosh darn it, what's that little show, that little Scottish TV show about these high school kids? They use the word, use the word dick a lot in reference uh... to pretty much everything. So. <laughs> I'm not sure what that is, but I ah, can't think of it off the top of my head, but that got me back into the habit of just calling people dicks. <laughs> I call people tools a lot too. Oh yeah. Whether so you're just don't be a dick, <laughs> don't don't be a dick, don't be a tool, tool bag. Stuff like <laughs> Ooh, that. Tool bag. Yeah, tool bag. Kind of a combination of douchebag and tool. I like it. All right. I've never used tool bag. I've used I, a tool bag. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I use that one quite a bit. <laughs> nice. All right. So how would you survive the zombie apocalypse? Because we know it's coming. Uh, you know what? 
the reason, one of the reasons I picked my industry is because it is recession proof. I can take it anywhere and do anything. Nice. And I think I would just literally survive because I am a hairstylist. And if you ever watch The Walking Dead, there's the one episode where they find a barbershop or a salon and they all kind of react in this like crazy, almost like emotional and physical manner. They're like, oh, I had a haircut. Uh. It's just one of those things that we all do as a routine, you know, month to month, every few months, you know, twice a year, whatever our pattern is. But I think it's something that would help me survive. Cool. And um, <laughs> I don't know. I think because I have been exposed to so many different people and educated about so many things from different people's lifestyles and manners that I think just that habit or just that skill that I've honed, I guess, would 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 keep me alive. I can read people. See, I think that would bit. be. I think that would be a good a good capability. It could, I mean, whatever you want to call it, attribute or mm -hmm. um, where of someone that's able to read someone like that. Yes, definitely. And then, and then not just read somebody, but then adapt conversations and kind of probably, I would say you're probably good at um, leading conversations in certain directions as well. I'm going to yes. guess. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Definitely can say, Find something to segue to change the conversation if needed to go somewhere else or yes, just able, you're just able to, I don't know. I I use the word glean a lot, but um, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's my job. And that's just what happens when I take bits from each person. So just gathering that information, you know, you just end up knowing a lot more about humans than you, than you think. Or than you realize. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, now, now this is kind of an off-topic question, a random mm -hmm. thing I, I just thought about. Um, so since you do you do hair, mm -hmm. um, I what is it? And this is every time I get my hair cut and and all of that, and I go probably every three weeks or so. Um, uh, what is it about? Because I find like clippers when they're shaving. Mm -hmm. Um, there's something so like comforting or calming about those. And like I don't know the... what it is. Like I fall asleep. Like I won't fall asleep in the chair <laughs> while someone turns the clippers on. I don't know if it's the sound or the vibration on my head or what. Do you know? What... <laughs> Have you ever heard that before? Yeah, <clears throat> it's a thing for sure. Um, I think it is. And depending on what kind of clippers you have, if you just have electric ones or the ones I have are motorized. And from what I'm guessing is the ones you're talking about are motorized because there's a heavier weight inside of them. And even though I've never used them, I've never had my head shaved or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I can imagine that the, just the, it's like a, like a subtle vibration. It could be comforting. And since you have, all of those tense muscles, like, you know, at the back of your neck and the bottom of your skull, stuff like that, having that, you know, used to cut your hair would just kind of then make you a little more relaxed and drowsy. And then just having your hair follicles <laughs> played with, 
even just like a scalp massage or shampoo that actually uh, releases the, the sleep endorphin. Okay. It actually causes relaxation. So all of that goes hand in hand. Because yeah, I, I can tell you, I, I get my hair cut and I walk out of there extremely tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every single it. time. Every time. No, it's just there's a lot of nerve endings and stuff like around your around your scalp and on your scalp and just like you know if you're like if your kid's having trouble going to sleep literally if you give them a scalp massage it will relax them enough and release those endorphins to tire them out it all goes hand in hand yeah (laughs) i have lots of people that that like to doze they usually fall asleep in the shampoo bowl uh well i could see that too Oh, I give I give a good scalp massage. <laughs> yeah, one of my old teachers when I was in school, she looked at me like I gave her a shampoo, and she's like, "You have really good strong hands. I'm gonna tell you something. If you give a great scalp massage to your clients, you'll be set." <laughs> I was like, "All <laughs> they'll, right." They'll keep coming back. Mm-hmm. I had a gal, a first time client, that actually came in, and I'd have it on my bio that I gave the greatest scalp massage in the midwest she's like i was like so what brought you in what made you choose my chair blah 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 blah, blah. she's um honestly it was the scalp massage part i was like sweet and <laughs> <laughs> she tipped me 100 percent. she said keep the change that scalp massage was worth it i'm like nice wait score nice well that's cool like, like you are welcome <laughs> All right, so we talked about the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. We talked about curse words. Now, this is another random question. Name your favorite TV theme song, TV show theme song, and why is it your favorite? Oh, my goodness. Um, immediately what came to mind was Fraggle Rock. Oh, that's a good one. Dance your what... cares away. Yes, that's a great one. It shows the variety of the characters. It's upbeat and it's happy. And then at the very end, it has like the one that says, Down at Fraggle Rock. (laughs) 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 It's good. It's happy. I haven't watched (laughs) Fraggle Rock forever. I need to. I need to watch that again. It's good stuff. Yeah. Are you uh, (laughs) a Were you ever like a, um, um, you said you were a Muppets fan mm-hmm. and, um, I, did you ever get into like the dark crystal stuff? Oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. So my first Muppet movie was, uh, the dark crystal. Nice. And I remember that because it's one of those weird old school childhood memories. Um, so I didn't grow up with my biological father. I, only saw him a few times at the very beginning of my life, but one of the last or the last time I saw him as a child, I was at his house and there was other family there and they put on the dark crystal and it just, yeah, one of the things that got seared into my mind and I loved creepy stuff as a kid. And this is one of those movies that was also creepy, but I loved it. So, yeah, definitely, I like the Dark Crystal over the Labyrinth, and I am totally stoked for this new Dark Crystal stuff. 
Yeah, I my wife, I never saw Dark Crystal stuff until, I mean, probably I was in my 20s. And uh, my wife introduced me to that. I was a huge Fraggle Rock, huge Muppets person, mm-hmm. grew up on all, all that, Sesame Street, all that stuff. But um, just never had seen Fraggle Rock, or not, never had seen Dark Crystal mm-hmm. until until I was older. And wow. I I absolutely love that. And, Isn't it so good? Yeah, and and I know my wife's really looking forward to, um, whenever whenever that's going to be finished, and I believe on Netflix or whatever, um, whenever it's going to be. I think I know she's looking forward to it. Um, that's awesome. And, so yeah, what was your impression of it as an adult watching it? I thought it was really cool because it was. I mean, it was obviously a lot different <laughs> than. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the typical Muppet and stuff. I mean, I mean, a lot darker. I mean, way darker, and even yes. way darker than the labyrinth because the labyrinth yeah. is still pretty lighthearted and that, happy at the end. That scene um, where the emperor is is dying off, mm-hmm. and it. My wife quotes that to me all the time. She's like, "I am still." and he like fades away or whatever oh yes like like he dehydrates yes and that whole scene that whole scene's great i Mm -hmm. i i can't say anything i mean i can't say i could say so many good things about that 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 movie um but as as an adult i mean obviously it was a lot different than Mm -hmm. the others that i was used to and it kind of caught me off guard because i didn't know there was anything that dark Right. I mean, outside of the labyrinth stuff, which was darker, but still not. I mean, there's some lighthearted it's, stuff in yeah. there. I mean, well, the labyrinth still feels like it's Muppets. Yeah. But the labyrinth, because I think there aren't any humans around, maybe. And just all the tones are so much darker, and the skexies are just yes. creepy looking creatures. And then you have the old witch lady, and she takes out her eye. Yes. <laughs> just all of it. There's just so many elements. And even when like the little uh oh, what are the little people called? Oh jeez. The uh, main characters. Um, but like when they're starting to be drained and you just see them being like sucked their eye, like just the effects and all of that, just it's so eerie. But I always had a connect a hard connection to that movie because of my experience, but it's always yeah. because of that it's been one of my favorites. Yeah, the 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 little what um they're like what gelflings i think mm-hmm. gelflings, that's right. yes. gelflings yes um but yeah that's i i love dark crystal now i can't wait until the the next stuff gets released and looking forward to that <laughs> yep same here same here do you know when that's supposed to be released um i, mean, I haven't looked recently i just usually Every once in a while, you know, like scroll through Twitter or search something out. But as long as I, I see, if I haven't seen news in a while, I'll look it up. But I feel like I've seen enough recently that I'm like, okay, it's all good. It's all good. Because last time I knew it was supposed to be like a prequel series. Mm-hmm. And, but I haven't heard, I mean, I think it was like really, like information was originally released a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I think it was in 17 maybe. And I haven't heard anything for quite a while about I've it. heard about three months ago I think I read some stuff on it like they were listing some of the actors that were going to do the voice work oh okay cool so, 
Cool. All right. Now, here's one that's going to make you think. <laughs> Not, I mean, kind of. <laughs> if you could set up a huge banner anywhere you wanted, where would you put it? And what would it say on it? <laughs> and I'm and not supposed to copy Rebecca on this one. Okay. <laughs> no. You could say anything you want and put it anywhere you want. Oh, geez. Anywhere. But I'd almost want to like replay like the Coca-Cola commercial from back in the day. <laughs> that old school, what, 60s? coca-cola commercial so if i could put a banner it would be all over social media just telling everybody to get the fuck along like <laughs> just stop everything else and just just get along and be happy so get the fuck along i i like that a lot <laughs> throw it through social media i'll put it on the interwebs not in an actual physical place but that that would be it have it trend for you know what, four days and then it'll be over. <laughs> Something new will happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The the news switches so quickly these days that things trend for twenty four hours or whatever and then they're gone and never to be heard of again. Yep. All right. This one was another question that appeared just now. Um answered asked last time. Do you have any advice for a previous boss that would be helpful to this previous boss? Um other than something like "fuck you," um, I've had, <laughs> I've actually been lucky. No, oh shit, nope. Oh, yeah, I was just talking to one of my friends about this. Yeah, at my, I worked at a pizza hut in college, and it's one of those things I'm looking back on now, going like, "hmm, this shit was inappropriate." And if you've ever worked in the restaurant industry, there is a level of inappropriateness that happens. Oh yeah, behind the the restaurant seating always has been i'm sure it's still happening it's just maybe not as crazy it used to be but i had a boss in college and he was younger and he was cool and he would say inappropriate things about the females that worked at the restaurant at the pizza hut like, even to our faces, like, stuff that you're just, like, at the time, you just, like, laugh it off. Because, you know, when you're a girl, that's just what you're taught to do. It's just like, ha, 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 he's talking about Jill's butt. Yeah, yeah, Jill has a, an attractive paducas, but the boss of the restaurant doesn't need to comment on her body part all the time. And doesn't also need to tell me, I like you when you wear those other pants better than these ones. Oh, man. And then he would uh, go out and party with us in Aggieville all the time. So there would be like him and then like six or seven of us girls just all partying and drinking together. And we're in our heads. We're thinking it's the boss and he's cool. He's partying with us. When in reality, he's like a guy that's much older than us hanging out with like 20 something year old girls drinking at uh, college bars every night. While his wife and kids were at home. Oh. Yeah, so one of those things in the moment, we didn't realize that it was highly inappropriate. But looking back on it, and now all this Me Too stuff and just women sharing their stories, I'm just like, you know what? 
that was kind of messed up and backwards. That was that was not appropriate behavior. So yes. I would probably tell him. Well, and there's rumors of him sleeping with different employees too. So I don't know if it would just be a basic keep your dick in your pants or why don't you be a boss and do what you're supposed to do? You're being inappropriate. It could probably be both of those. <laughs> All of it. I'm sure there's yes. a slew of other things. Yeah, I wonder so I was, what he wonder what he's doing today. Well, that I kind of do know because we still have people that track him or know who he is and stuff like that. But he and his wife divorced for a while, and then they got back together, probably because she got tired of his crap. But he would actually hire us girls to babysit his kids while he and his wife would go out too, Aww. which I still thought was whatever. I mean, it was extra money. I was a broke college kid, so. But just, just, just all weird in general. So I know he's uh, moved to a different town in Kansas, and he and his wife are back together, and their kids are grown now. So he probably realized he was too old to trick the young minds of females now, and backed off a little bit or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm laughing, but well, it's just I mean, one of those things like in that moment at that time and being a female, you just, for whatever reason, we females were always taught to just, that's just how guys are. That's what men do. And you just have to deal with it or you roll with it. And no, <laughs> he shouldn't have been doing any of that. That was it, all highly inappropriate. Exactly. No, it's. I I I I don't know what goes through some people's heads, um, and I think in this day and age, I mean, we're obviously seeing things that are happening these days, and people speaking out, um, mm-hmm. women women speaking out, and good. I mean, that should happen, and it's just a shame that it's that it has it had gone on so long that people were either in that situation where they were afraid to speak out or society told you you couldn't speak out or you had to act a certain way or you yeah. had to you had to deal with the behavior because guys are guys or boys will be boys or whatever you want to say mm-hmm. um, it, it's just such a damn shame that it it took <laughs> until right. 2008 17 18 19 to really start listening to people and listening to women <laughs> and basically saying, hey, we probably should have listened to you 20 years ago or 30 years ago or 40 mm-hmm. years, whatever it was. It's such a goddamn shame, though, that it, it's, it took this long. Yeah, because so obviously, obviously people knew that things weren't right and behavior wasn't right and people shouldn't have to be subjected to certain things. And I, I, I shake my head because I, I don't understand again, what goes through people's minds when they behave like that. And then they, then they they say, Oh, well, it's boys will be boys. It's okay. No, it's not okay. I mean, I don't get it. I never will get it. Never have gotten it. Um, mm-hmm. And well, that would be our thing too. Like, I won't use his name, but uh, I'll say Bob, whatever. He 
it would just be one of those things, like, even if some of us girls are like, it's like questionable, right? Oh, but it's just Bob, you know, that's just how he is. It's just, uh, you know, like, he doesn't mean any real harm or anything. It's not like he would, like, rape us or anything, you know? That's just kind of the, that's kind of like the back attitude that you would have in interactions like that. It's not like he would do anything horrible where it's like, no, he shouldn't. Yeah, obviously don't do things horrible, but you shill, still shouldn't do inappropriate behavior either. It's exactly. like you accept the inappropriate because he's not being horrible. Exactly. And and I think, like I said, was I didn't say this, but I am so happy that people are saying things now. Mm-hmm. And, um, and my whole thought process is root all the creeps out, root all the people out that are doing this stupid shit and just terrible ass behavior and um, just root them all out. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether it's doxing them, putting their names out there or just getting them out of their authority positions, because that's what the vast, I mean, it seems to be you get into authority position and then you put your employees at a, I mean, it's a power, it's a power play. It's a power position. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm the boss you have to do certain things or I can say things and get away with it. Um, but it's that power dynamic there as well. I mean, uh, I have a, I mean, a lot of people in academia, um, like academics in, um, in schools. And I mean, it's a whole power play of sexual harassment. And I mean, even just to think of all the stories still of, of happening of like PIs and professors dating students and things. Oh yeah. I mean that. I mean that's. I mean that, that's should be common sense. No, don't do that. And it still happens, and people still get fired for it, and rightfully mm-hmm. so. I mean, you don't do that sort of stuff. And then, but I, I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. I never will. No. Nope. But I'm glad. I'm glad you talked about that because that's 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 something that I think is obviously important, and, and getting as much attention as it can get in this mm-hmm. day and age. That's true. So true. All right. So all previous bosses, people out there, if you're going to have any sort of employee out there, don't be fucking creepy. Don't be doing <laughs> stuff like that. I mean, that's r- ridiculous. Don't be inappropriate. Yes, don't be inappropriate, people. I mean, it's not it's not difficult to not be appropriate. <laughs> right? So, uh. it's, it's not. All right, we'll change the subject here. Yep, change it up. <laughs> Lighten it up, maybe. All right. This, dang it, this question came up last week, too. Shoot. I don't know how this, I mean, because I randomized these, so... Um, a penguin walks to the door and is wearing a sombrero. What does he say to you, and what do you say to him? Or I guess the penguin could be a her as well. So what do you say to him or her, and what do you say back? Or what does he say to you, and what do you say back? Um, <laughs> I'm assuming he's here for a good time and here for a party, and I'm down. let's do this (laughs) (laughs) so the penguin walks in and says let's do this what do you say absolutely perfect 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm down for anything there. It's like if that uh, opportunity actually presents itself, if you say no, you're an idiot. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, who's who's going to say no to a penguin? Obviously walking through the door, and then he's got a sombrero on. I know. I mean, that like kicks it up like 10 notches. Love it. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite 90s jam? Oh, my gosh. 90s song. Because I have been jamming out to so much 90s lately. I think it's just, it was in preparation for Captain Marvel or whatever. But, yeah, I've been... I've been in a 90s wormhole for a minute. Oh. My full-on 90s jam would be Shoop by Salt and Peppa. Good one. That was, like, I love that song. I memorized the dance moves. Like when, <laughs> oh, oh, oops. Yeah, sorry, my dog's making some noise. Anyway, um. I remember at school dances, we'd always have like little sock cops or whatever. And that song would come on and my friends would be like, Amanda, come over, do the dance, do the dance. So that is my jam. (laughs) I've tried to do it at karaoke, but there's no good karaoke version of that song. Really? Because I don't know how they do the copywriting when it comes to karaoke, because I know they always change the keys and change the music in the background. But I've never found a version of Shoop that is worthy to do karaoke to because it's all awful. Really, I I would yes. have thought I would have thought that would be one of the like the the most attempted songs out there. Like next, oh, the, like it, a Journey song and Bon Jovi's "Living on a Prayer." You give love a bad name, something like that. I would think that would have been one of the top songs. I have yet to find a good version of it. Is when it starts out, it always sounds like it's it's not like the music from the song. It's always kind of like that weird, you know, I don't know, like, it sounds like an 80s, just computerized noise. It just doesn't sound good. Huh. I, uh, I was actually, I mean, it's, it's interesting that you said that song, but um, I... It, different band obviously different group but i was listening to like in in vogue last night oh my gosh i've been talking about in vogue with so many clients lately too and i was just thinking that i mean because i was i was just flipping through 90 songs and i listened to a lot of 90s music and i I mean some of their music that free your mind song i I love free your mind way Mm. way ahead of its time way ahead of its time way ahead I and mean, then them and Salt and Peppa had that mm, collaboration. What a man! Yep, uh, that's what I was gonna say because mm-hmm. it 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 kind of led back to your answer um, with uh, what a man. And it, I mean, I sometimes I wonder where groups like that kind of went. Um, with In Vogue, um, one of the main gals in that group, I think there was like something an altercation that happened. Because it used to be four of them, and then one of them left, and she was kind of like one of the key singers, one of the key parts of that group. And I don't know if they've gotten back together or tried to do reformation, but I know that I, we had a, out here in Kansas City, had a 
a 90s concert that the two top billing acts that I can even remember were salt and Peppa and then Vanilla Ice. And Vanilla, <laughs> Vanilla Ice headlined for whatever reason because that oh, man. didn't make any sense in my head because <laughs> me and my friend went to watch we're like, so what's he going to sing? How is he, how is he the headliner? But yeah, Salt and Peppa and Cinderella came out and did all of their great songs, and it was the best thing ever. And then Vanilla Ice came out. I'm a sucker for uh, for him, so he did his uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle song. Oh, that's I oh I love that song. Ninja yeah, Rat. I mean you can't you can't not love it if you're a part of the '90s. So he did that, and then I think one one other thing, and then he did like the longest version of Ice Ice Baby ever. <laughs> like, brought people up on stage and just kept playing the beat in the background, which just is funny in itself because it's not really his beat. And and it was just stupid, ridiculous, and I loved every second of it, so. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, I don't know why, I just, I mean, I, I just thought uh, one of the concerts coming through here i go to, to a lot of concerts and mm-hmm. i won't be going to this one though but um mc hammer's coming through here oh nice and he's, he's going on a tour with um shoot coolio mc <gasps> hammer kid and play um, oh bismarcky yeah kid and kid play. play actually performing yep that's that's crazy uh bismarcky um and uh dj cool i think um, oh, that'd but, be a good time. But I think it's MC Hammer's first tour in like 20 or 25 years or something. That's crazy. But, that's so funny. I Shoot, I might have to look that up to see if that's coming through KC, KC I know or St. Louis. I know they're coming through here in the summer. Yeah, I'll keep my eye out. I That might be... Yeah, we have an outdoor venue here uh, that... The local is called Sandstone, because that's what it was originally named. Now, whoever owns it, that's what it's titled. Verizon or AT&T or whoever. Yep. But we call it Sandstone, but it's a beautiful outdoor venue. And the first time I went there was for an OzFest. Nice. And it was, this is, this might date me a little bit, but there, for my very first OzFest, the uh, second stage featured Slipknot so they weren't even on the main stage yet (laughs) so you got to see Slipknot in their yes their beginning form which is my favorite that's that's one band I have not seen one time but I'm I'm actually seeing them this summer so oh yay who are they um they're coming through here with a bull beat and um shoot who else is <gasps> Be- gojira yeah gojira. gojira and maybe behemoth as well yeah gojira I think I, I think I saw that now that you're saying that i feel i'm having a little flashback yep yeah i'm looking forward oh, to that because awesome. i've seen I... i've seen um cory taylor's other stuff um stone sour yeah but i've not seen slipknot but that's the thing is like i don't know if I'd want to see Slipknot now, because I saw them back then when they still had, uh, is it Joey, who was the drummer for Burger Dolls? Oh, shit. Right? Uh, uh, I can't remember. 
I'm getting too old. I can't remember this stuff anymore. Yeah, no, like Joey was was a yes. I'm like, do they still have the full like nine members? Are there new people? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm. It's one of those things that I'm like, I know bands change members, but it's was. uh, Yeah, I could. Whatever, I could go off on a tangent right now (laughs) if you're open to it, but. I don't know, yeah, just seeing yeah. seeing the originals together when Slipknot formed. Um, and one of my friends from my hometown, one of my classmates, there was a point, he was a brilliant guitarist. We had a big heavy metal group. We called them the Longhairs in my hometown. Nice. And we were big with uh, Pantera and Slipknot. And that's because, um, have you ever watched any of the Pantera videos? Oh, yeah. The, just like the the video video not music videos but just like the behind the scene videos uh not too many no no um well the guy that would film all that stuff and put it all together and travel with pantera he's actually from my hometown nice his name is also daryl but they wouldn't call him daryl obviously so his nickname was bobby because you know, couldn't have two daryls around uh, of course <laughs> but he was the guy who did all their like this is like VHS format but um, this is like back when I was in high school and all that stuff so um, there would be two members of that band that would come to Colby and visit they were brothers and I have met them nice yeah but the first time I'm, I know first time I met them I didn't know who they were and I was walking into uh, uh, Bobby's apartment or whatever and there's these two burly big guys with beard and hair and I was like the only girl because I was there with a boyfriend which yay I guess I can thank him for that but they're like oh look at her she's so freaked out because there's these two big hairy guys here and I was like and it wasn't until afterward that I realized who they were but, okay but yeah so I met the brothers from Pantera, but nice. another, the buddy of mine from high school that was a part of that group actually got asked by Slipknot to fill in as a guitar player for Slipknot, but Whoa, because cool. of his, well, he didn't, he, oh, he's such a brilliant guitar player and he's not with us anymore mm. because uh, he had that degenerative uh, disc disease. Okay. And he was diagnosed when he was like in middle school, was told to stop playing sports. So he got into music and would, found out basically he was a musical prodigy, could play just amazing guitar and Damn. piano and all sorts of stuff. And wanted to fill in for Slipknot, like they asked him, and he couldn't physically do it because he was way worse off than, uh, oh, what's his bucket from Motley Crue? Oh, shit. Uh, the guitarist from Rotley Crew, but way worse off. Same sort of disease, but way worse off. Like, his was, like, fast. And he was always on pain meds, and he just didn't wake up one morning. Yeah. You talking he about Mick, like, Mick Mars from... Yeah, Mick from Mars, yeah. Yeah. So, same thing that Mick Mars kind of has, but it was way more progressive and aggressive. And oh. the only thing, there was nothing they could really do. And he just took pain meds, walked with a cane, 
it would sit and play his guitar, but then it came to a point that he couldn't play it anymore. And then one morning his girlfriend couldn't wake him up and mm. like his body talks out, I think. I don't know. I mm. guess you would, you would, you would have an idea maybe if that can be a thing or not. Which, what exactly? Like if, if your body can just like talks out at some point, if you've been taking pain meds for so long and they've been increased Oh, well, yeah. So much over time. Yeah, I mean, you do reach a, I mean, typically build up a tolerance to that sort of stuff. And um, you would just require more and more and more to achieve that same effect, even if it was just pure pain control. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you would reach, I mean, I've known people throughout the years of cases of, people that are on may have chronic pain and are, are on opioids for years and they're taking thousands of milligrams of oxycodone a day um, which anywhere near that I mean would kill someone really quickly um, mm-hmm. but they've but I mean they're taking so much medication um, Usually, though, I mean, you start looking at, I mean, organs start, I mean, their organ issues and other liver failure sort of things going on in, in a person like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, we've run across some of those where people are just on so much medication. I mean, and legitimately, they, they need that medication. It's not that they're abusing it or anything. Yeah, just and, to walk. Or yeah, just to walk, function. just to just to function in life. I mean, live a functional life. And yeah. it's amazing some, sometimes how much medication some people are on. Because in some of those circumstances, you wouldn't even know that. I mean, if you didn't know that they were in chronic, they had these certain disease states or in chronic pain, um, that they were functioning on the medication that they were taking, these large amounts. They were functioning and you couldn't tell that they right. were in chronic pain. And you they wouldn't, they weren't intoxicated or they weren't impaired by the medication because they were functioning people on medication. They needed that medication, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy sometimes how much medication some people I mean in those certain States they require. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and, where he was at. And, you know, and not, not going to lie or, you know, fluff it up at all, but you know, it was, you know, still part of the long-haired group in my hometown. Like, everybody was still living a little bit of that rock star lifestyle. So, uh, I'm sure, you know, any sort of added extra alcohol or drugs or whatnot, but would not leave a good effect. But mm-hmm. uh, we all we all lived for the day that he would, would be able to overcome and join Join Slipknot and play some kick-ass guitar, but it didn't yeah. happen. So when did, what year was that approximately that you saw Slipknot? Um, oh my gosh, uh, 2003, maybe? 03 so, yeah. or 04? So I'm, I'm thinking that um, of the nine, um, there are seven of those members still from then? But one of them is not from, no, yeah. no, it is not Joey. I know. Sorry. <laughs> um, not not him. And then 
Um, the um, what's his name? Bass player died. Oh um, yeah, shit! I forgot. Back about that. in it's probably been eight nine years ago. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, he died. Um, but I mean, other than that, seven of the nine are are the original. Okay. Or what you would consider? Well, I mean, what I guess what you would at that point in time, what you would. Um, but uh, but yeah. But I still want those old masks in their yeah, orange dresses and everything. Now I'm looking. I'm looking forward because I think Corey Taylor, maybe even Clown, came out and said that um, uh, they were working on with working with different masks maybe this summer. Just go back to so, the original masks. Go back to the original masks. They were yeah. so good. When they got too fancy looking, I was like, meh. I liked the raw where it looked like they just grabbed shit around their house and threw it on their faces. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, my favorite. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry, distracted. Too long. Oh no, Sorry. no. I I, <laughs> I love I love I love talking music. So I mean, that's one of the things I could probably talk about all day. Um, just different music, whether it's live music or or just music itself. I mean, um, like your favorite '90s jam. I mean, I could probably do How two out go- two hours on that. I mean. We just went from Shoop to Slipknot. Yeah, I don't know how that happens, but <laughs> <laughs> that I is mean, like. But that's my that's my music range, though. There yeah. it is. Yeah, I was like, I was just thinking when you were talking about Shoop, I was thinking like my my '90s jam. I mean, it varies a lot, but there are two songs that I listen to probably more than others. Than outside mm-hmm. of someone like a Nirvana or I mean the typical '90s stuff you think, mm-hmm. um, but um, there was that um, Dishwalla song, "Counting Blue Cars." I think it was like '95, '96, maybe. Oh yeah. Because um, that was everywhere for a while, mm-hmm. and then um, the band Deep Blue Something something had that bre- <laughs> yes. Breakfast at Tiffany's song. Yes. And I still, anytime I hear that, I will stop what I'm doing and just listen to it. Because I love that song so much. That's um, awesome. And I, I love the movie anyways. I don't know if it's just because I like the movie and then I associate, since the song's named that, I like the song. I don't know, but uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and then you saying that too, another one of my songs, I guess that I didn't get into the grunge thing too much because I was one of those 90s kids that was more hair metal. Mm-hmm. And was kind of pissed at the grunge, even though I did kind of like Pearl Jam, but I still was like, meh, I don't know. I didn't like the, it was a quick shift in rock music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I kind of was like mad at grunge for a little bit. And then I got introduced to, this was like a cool little, I was like 16, almost 17 on like a vacation down in uh, the Ozarks over summer with my family. Went into like a Sam Goody and I was just getting into collecting CDs at that point because before that I was a vinyl kid. Didn't ever really hit the cassettes, but I had a disc man and all that. So I was like, I need CDs. (laughs) And the girl in the little Sam Goody or whatever it was. I was looking around, and she's like, do you need help? And I was like, I just want to find some good CDs because I don't have any CDs. 
She said, let me introduce you to this and gave me jagged little pill. Oh man. Oh. And that was my summer CD. But along with that, um, I went to, there was supposed to be like a, supposed to be like a teen club night or something at one of the bars there that I was the bored teenager with much younger siblings and was hating this vacation because I was at that age. And so my parents found out that there was like a teen club dance night or something, took me to this club where it was a club club, like music was playing. There was like a dance pit and people all around, you know, lights turned down, lasers on. And so somehow, I don't know if my dad got me in and said that I was a certain age or if it was a teenage night or not, but next to that was a sports bar, which he sat in to, you know, let me have my good time. So I got dropped off at this, this dance club. And I was like, I have no idea what's going on. Like it's a full, it's a bar, you know, there's no question about it. And I kind of just sat down and this one dude, I think he was probably just a couple years older than me. I think he was out of high school, maybe college age. And then he's like, introduced himself to me. And this is where I'm like, I wish social media existed back then. Cause I would like to know who this person was to be like, thank you for being nice to me. <laughs> but chatted with me and the song Closer came on by Nine Inch Nails. And I was like, oh, this sounds cool. I'd never heard that music before. <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, do you like this song? I'm like, yeah. This is, yeah, this sounds pretty good. He's like, yeah, this is a band called Nine Inch Nails. And it's a song called Closer, blah, 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 blah. And so I learned about Nine Inch Nails that summer as well, along with Alanis Morissette. And the best thing about that story is he had a friend with him, which the fact that nothing crazy happened and my dad's kind of an idiot, but somehow these boys convinced my dad, well, they asked me like, do you want to go do something else and leave here? And so <laughs> the guy, I was like, in my head, even at my young teenage years, just like, yeah, but you'll have to ask my dad thinking my dad's going to be like, <laughs> no. So we walked out, walked to the sports bar. They asked my dad and talked to him or whatever. And my dad went back to the condo that we were staying at and left me with these two, two grown boys. And I mean, I wasn't, didn't feel scared or threatened. They were both kind of like dorky and nerdy. One of them was kind of cute, like, whatever they were a couple of years older so I felt kind of cool but they took me miniature golfing and then took me to go eat uh, a late night brunch afterward <laughs> <laughs> and my mom the whole time was like wanting to kill my father <laughs> because she was like you let her leave with two men Oh, no. <laughs> and I didn't, you know, and this is before GPS or anything. So luckily I had a good nose about me and could remember, you know, if you're down there in the Ozarks, all those condos look the same, but I was able to guide these guys back to where I was staying. But yeah, introduced me to chicken fried steak breakfast and it was amazing. I appreciate these people. And I appreciate them for not being weirdos or creeps. <laughs> so it was all good. Yeah, that's a good thing, especially in the days of, I mean, like you said, no GPS, no, I mean, 
Did you have it? I mean, I don't know what year that was, but did you have a cell phone at all? I mean, nope, no cell yeah, phone. I mean, that I mean it was, yeah, it was like this my dad taking these guys' word to go have some fun and bring me back home in a place that they weren't from, that I wasn't from. Like everybody there was on vacation, and it still just boggles my mind. And now I think it bothers my dad whenever we bring it up because we joke about it now. <laughs> but my dad's like, I'm pretty sure their parents were there too. And I'm like, uh, you can remember it that way, dad, but I'm pretty sure that's not how it was. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, I could see where your mom would be a little bit upset about that. Oh, she was so pissed. <laughs> yeah, livid probably. Was, yeah. yeah, they were so nervous. I mean, I don't think we stayed out all that late or anything, but. But yeah, I, that's one of those things where I'm like, ah, oh, this is where I wish social media existed back then. So I could at least tell these two guys like, or at least praise and be like, hey, world, there were two, two, two male specimens that actually were good and polite and didn't do any creepy shit. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gee. Right. Oh man, I don't, I, uh, uh, the all right, okay. This will probably be we'll 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 go to another question here, but I, go for it. I this is kind of an offshoot of actually no, I I got a question for you. You saw Captain Marvel, right? Right. And okay, and you like '90s music, right? Oh yeah. All right, so I know I I have a question for you regarding if you can tell me your thoughts on this. Is this just a dumb mess up? And this is spoilers for anybody out there. In Captain Marvel, when you hear Nirvana and you hear Come As You Are, Carol disappeared in 89. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't, I mean, this took place, this movie took place in 95, I believe. Mm -hmm. So six years later. Um, How did she know that song by Nirvana? Because that song by Nirvana came out in 91 to 92 on Nevermind, which was released in 90, the end of 91 into 92. She would have. Other album, that's right. She would have been gone when Nevermind came out in '91 to '92. So how did how did Come As You Are play during that Supreme Intelligence? Uh, um, in my head, that's just full on fan service. That was not her internal melody. Okay, that was a song played for us as the viewing audience. Okay. Okay, that's, I mean, the, and I, I asked this on Twitter the other day, and I got a few good answers, and I, my best, my favorite answer was a friend of mine who basically said that he thought that the only logical one was outside of the fan service thing was that she her, probably heard um, the song when she was cruising with Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. And oh, it would still car. be on the radio by then. I yeah, mean, it, it played forever. It still and plays it's, now. So. Yeah, it still plays now multiple times a day. 
um, on the the and it's even on the classic rock stations, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. But and it's come uh, as you are, so yeah. Um, so maybe she heard it and while they were cruising, and then maybe she dug the song and um, uh, she just kind of remembered it then. But other than that, I just yeah. it caught me off guard because I I typically know I place music in years, obviously, and right and it's like that kind of doesn't work out. But but yeah, I mean, I was thinking it was either fan service or something like that where I, they I they picked the song. It was cool. It was cool. It's a cool song. It's a great song, and it fits around that time, but it doesn't necessarily fit in the but timeline. They, yeah, they had to throw the grunge in there somewhere. And yeah. even though I feel like that was like kind of like a hokey point to play that exact song where I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I was little, fine little. with it because I had heard a spoiler before about another song about a group that I absolutely love. So I was like, just make more, make Nirvana more awkward than the song that I'm looking forward to <laughs> what, what were you looking forward to oh i'm just a girl no doubt ah okay gotcha and literally they could have played that song throughout the entire movie and i would have just been okay with it because that song when i heard it somebody introduced me to no doubt when i was a kid not a kid um to their stuff before they became popular like their old ska stuff when mm-hmm. they played with sublime and whatnot so like i've been a Gwen Stefani, no doubt fan since before 95. But yeah, I heard that that song was going to be in the movie and I was just anxious to hear it. It probably skewed my viewing, (laughs) (laughs) my first viewing, because I was just waiting for that song to play. Because again, I'm just a girl. He'd listen to the lyrics. Like, girls have been saying shit for a long time. A long time. Nobody just listened. But that has been one of my favorite songs always. So that could also be one of my 90s jams. But yeah, when I heard that song finally peel off and it was kind of an, eh, it sort of fit with the movie, what was going on, but they could have plated it 10 other points in the movie, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it could have been played pretty much throughout that movie mm-hmm. um but i it, some people i know didn't like the placement of it but i, I mean i thought it was great so mm-hmm. and i thought I, all the other music was great too so yeah same here but no that's what i'm saying it's like well at least i didn't which you know i'm biased but yeah i was like well i'm glad that that song wasn't as awkward as come as you are <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one was a little too on the nose i think i mean it was mm-hmm. just a little little too much but uh, i'm never gonna turn down nirvana so yeah i was like i anything 90s i'm like i'm i'm fine i don't care this movie was great <laughs> yeah, all of it when, when you were talking about alanis morissette i mm-hmm. i i wanted I actually, her in there so bad yeah i actually i'm surprised they didn't put one of her songs in there I but know. because because i mean jaggy little pill was released in 95 right I'm surprised they didn't have something like that, but um, I know when she was fighting a, what's his face at the end, she could have been like that whole, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Nuance's songs are maybe a little more too personalized to relate yeah. to 
this, but yeah, I don't know. I, it it was funny because when you bring that up, actually, I have a blog and I just add stuff to it every once in a while. And I I think I wrote a it was like late fall last year. I was actually in Kroger getting groceries, and mm-hmm. I they would they play music overhead, and I uh, Alanis Morissette came on, and. Um, it was, um, of course, ironic was probably the one that right. they could really only play there. The safe um, one. The safe one, yeah. And I actually found myself, I was in the frozen section, frozen aisles, and I was singing aloud, out loud. <laughs> and I was singing pretty loud. And I didn't realize that. But um, it just, that actually re- made me realize, I, I went back and revisited that album because I hadn't listened to it for a while. And that's good. Some of those songs off that album I love, and probably my favorite would be um, that "You Learn" song. Mm-hmm. Um, oh and yeah. Then, you live, you learn. Yep. And and then the secret, the secret track on that, mm-hmm. like people can't do that shit anymore. Where you have the CD and you have to just keep let it, letting it play to get the secret track. Yep. That doesn't happen anymore, because now everything's just like, oh, I just like these two songs. So that's what I'm gonna buy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and um, hate uh, it, hate shoot. it. Yeah, I, I even think there was um, um, shit. Like, I mean, like when people put, I, I think Corn did this too, originally mm-hmm. on. Um, I love Corn. I want to see Corn so bad. Yeah, they're coming through here too. So check that out. If I mean, they're coming through with Alice in Chains. Oh, nice. Um. But I, uh, the I think they I don't know if they did. The. If I remember right, I think that that followed the leader album, um, like mm-hmm. the the first thirteen tracks were, music, and then they like. Had like some stupid thing where they had twelve tracks after that. I mean, for twenty five total, but they were all like silence. They they did some crazy mm-hmm. stuff for that, and then I think you might be right. And then they, um, and I think I think it was if I remember right, it was because Jonathan Davis said he didn't want to end the the album on thirteen tracks because he was superstitious or yes. whatever. Yes, yes, I totally remember that that myth or whatever. But they you can't like you said they can't do that anymore. I mean everything's digital, everything's streaming. You don't you don't really buy albums like that mm-hmm. these days. So you can't do that sort of stuff. I know that's why if there's an artist that I really liked, I'll I mean I still might I've gone back into collecting vinyl because that seems to be like a resurgence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I do uh, that. Like Run the Jewel. Mm-hmm. They I bought their vinyl when they came through Kansas city and they weren't even the headliner, they were just nice. the opening act. And I just, I just went to watch them, but got their vinyl and their vinyl was amazing. Like it was like the whole, like four page, like fold out all the mm-hmm. lyrics, there's pull outs and like all sorts of things tucked inside and hidden away. And that was really good. Who, uh, who was headlining on that? Um, I don't remember, honestly, because I didn't. <laughs> I went to just watch Run the Jewel. I ah, bought a cheaper nice. ticket and got further back, but, you know. Uh, I think it was a, might have been a female artist. Huh. Can't remember. Hmm. Can't remember at all. <laughs> so 
I mean, I wasn't there. I didn't watch that part, so. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, so. Keep going. We'll we'll stop talking about music for a minute. I know. Sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if any music questions come up because we have a few more questions. Um. If you were to run for public office, and I don't know what you're, if you would ever run for public office, but what issue would be your number one priority? Oh my gosh, run for public office issue priority. It would not be any of the key things that seem to divide everybody between the red and the blue. I think my key point would just be screaming at people Let's just make an independent middle group that's not, you know, and the independent middle group is now divided into like 4,000 things. Like just whoever does not want to be red or blue, come into the middle. We'll be something different. Be purple? And maybe purple. Yeah, Prince. I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's make the purple group and let's just not focus on abortion and gun laws and whatever let's let's focus on the stuff that actually we need to focus on so the purple group that focuses on legit shit what what would be something that would be considered legit to you um legit to me would uh just i guess all the small things um you know Focusing on healthcare, but not making it like insane, where okay. it's something gets presented and then it gets broken down into 500 million pieces and changed. Um, letting women have birth control through their insurance, <laughs> like, like just little tiny things, like. The small bits, um, like here where I live, you know, Kansas City is divided between Missouri and Kansas. Um, Kansas spends a crap load of money on their roads, so the roads are like beautiful here. But on the Missouri side, if you hit a pothole, you could like trash your car. Um, minimum wage stuff. Yeah, I don't think we should be paying, you know, just immediately people like what are 15 to $20 an hour, but there should be some sort of process that is definitely above the 725 that they get here. <clears throat> so okay. something like a, a good working wage, just like the small stuff like that, instead of arguing over the, the dumb stuff that the big politics always argue about. Mm-hmm. That nothing ever gets changed, nothing ever gets done, and it's just pointless. Yeah, I, no, I can agree with that because I think what you see is, like you said, I mean, everybody's arguing about this and that, and both sides, whether you're you're on the red or the blue, demo, republic, whatever, um, you get so entrenched in your belief system, your beliefs, you're not going to budge. And then it's just this constant arguing back and forth. I mean, you're arguing into the void a lot of times of um, just to argue. And I, I can't deal with that a lot. Um, but I like, I like the, I like your answer about like birth control. That mm -hmm. 
that is something that should be pretty commonplace that pretty <laughs> common sense that well, it should i mean <laughs> it just doesn't make sense because if you have people when i say people when you have women not able to protect themselves from getting pregnant then you're putting more uh, you're putting sorry this is going to the whole thing in my head um you're putting more people out onto the planet that maybe somebody can't take care of but then you get kids that are either giving given up for adoption that never get adopted or kids in environments that they can't be taken care of that turn into negative situations or people that need to eventually like go on welfare and need that government support but then the government's like well now we don't want to support these people like it's all just a big messy bubble and it's weird yes it is it is a big messy bubble <laughs> all right we'll go somewhere else <laughs> yep um what what do you what is home to you what do you consider home to be Ooh, home home is where the heart is um <laughs> uh I do consider my space that I live in now my home where I can veg out and be on my bed and chill out and cuddle up with my pup or watch TV. But then on the extent of that, anytime I go visit my parents or any of my sisters, being with those pivot points are of my family, that's also home to me. Okay. So what's your pup's name? Sophie. Sophie. Nice name. Mm -hmm. And what, what kind of pup? She is a Cavalier King Charles. So if you've uh, ever watched Sex in the City, mm -hmm. it's the dog that the dark-haired lady has. The same kind of dog that she calls Elizabeth oh. Taylor. My mom okay. wanted me to rename Sophie Elizabeth Taylor because of Sex in the City. And what is it, Charlotte? Yeah, there we go. Yep, it's Charlotte, yep. Yeah. And she looks exactly like Shard's dog. It's the same thing. And I was like, I am not going to name her after his Sex in the City. <laughs> or a dog on Sex in the City. I was like, she knows Sophie, and that's her name. Even though, like, I rescued her and everything, but that was the name she started with, and I wasn't going to change it. Because it's not like when my stepdad adopted me, they decided to change my name or anything. So <laughs> <laughs> It's like... I adopted her. I'm not going to change her name either. <laughs> All right. This question came Next up before. Mm -hmm. What did did you dream last night? Oh, no. This one was not. I was praying this would not come up. No. Ew. Are, are you one of those people that remember <laughs> your dreams or you don't remember your um, dreams? It depends. Like, there are some dreams that are so hard-hitting that I can still think about like days later or whatever or always remember there's other dreams that like that will wake me up and I'll remember it for like the first like hour of after waking up and then after that it starts to fade away but yeah um <laughs> last night I didn't really dream a whole lot or nothing that I can remember but 
I've had a couple really weird dreams about going to Chicago for C2E2. <laughs> nice. All right, so are Just, you going? Yeah, I'm going. Which, you know, like, even though I talk to people every day, I still have social anxiety. So I think that's why I'm having those dreams where oh, I'm like yeah. talking to people and it's just like, uh, like I'm drowning and it's all weird and crazy, but. Well, cool. I, I, <laughs> I was looking forward to maybe going this year, but, uh, I'm actually going, I'll be, we'll be in Tennessee on, oh. uh, on spring break. It's my kid's spring break. So Fun. we'll be. We'll be in the Smoky Mountains for a week or so. Oh, nice. Always wanted to check out the Smoky Mountains. Yeah, I love it down there. So, And it's going to be a lot warmer than it is here. So. <laughs> yep. Very cool. We're out in Tennessee. Um, well, I mean, the typical Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge area. Okay. Um, I had some weird dream last night that I was... I was running around my neighborhood, and for some reason I have a lot of dreams, like running around my neighborhood, even though I don't run around the neighborhood ever. But uh, I was wearing the Infinity Gauntlet. Interesting. And and Thanos was chasing me. Ew. And that's all that was happening. He was chasing me around. Everywhere I went, he was there. I, I We live next to a creek right here, and I went and hid underneath the bridge, and then he'd like, next thing I knew, I'd see his head peeking down from the bridge yeah. into the creek. That sounds so creepy. I, I woke up because it was a little creepy. And I, I woke myself up. I was like, what the hell am I dreaming this for? I don't know if it's just because I have like Avengers Endgame stuff on my mind or or what. But um, it's odd. I mean, I dream some weird stuff, so. <laughs> and and I'm one of those people that typically remember everything that I dream. Mm-hmm. So can you yeah, remember I, it like forever? Um, yeah, I I have plenty of dreams that I still remember. <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, so that's what I dreamed, and it was kind of weird, kind of creepy. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I dreamed. That I'm like, I don't want to remember that. Let's let's <laughs> put that away. Let's put that away. <laughs> or I dream about it, and like. Like, do you ever dream about other people that you know? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've always had that happen, but it's always not ever somebody, like, immediately in my life. Because I even remember this in, like, my childhood. It'd be, like, but maybe, like, there'd be, like, another kid in school that was randomly in my dream for no reason. Yeah. Stuff like that. And I'm always just like, did that person dream the same dream that I dreamed? <laughs> that's a that's But a I don't know thought. them well enough to ask them no i it's been a weird thing since i've had since childhood where i wanted to know what other people dream especially if they were in my dream at some point where like they don't play a significant role they're just like there for a moment and then gone and then yeah or i just want to be like um what did you dream about last night did you dream about me (laughs) but you can't say that because like did you dream about me last night that could be a little creepy that can be a little creepy (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm legit asking. Like, what did yeah. you dream last night? Was I kind of want to. I kind of want to know. I want to know if our dreams synced because I think my childhood, back in my mind, believes in that sci-fi world where it's like, I think there is an interconnectivity that could happen through people's sleep patterns and stuff like that. It it, it is an interesting thing. Dreams. I I 
it, sometimes I'll just dream about the strangest and most random things. And the most, like you said, the most sometimes the random people, mo- just people who were in your life. But I mean, a lot of times they kind of like almost like ancillary character. I knew this person, mm-hmm. but didn't know him well, didn't really talk to him too much, went to school with them or whatever, saw him maybe daily, but didn't really say anything to him. And they're in my dream. So I don't know. Maybe they are dreaming. Maybe they're having the same thoughts as well. You mm-hmm. never know. You oh, never know. Yeah. yeah. That's like there's any comic books, movies, TV shows that deal with any of that stuff. I'm like, ooh, I'll watch it. I'll read it. I'll pay attention. <laughs> Dream stuff has always fascinated me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't. And I still, I mean, we still don't know exactly. I mean, how we dream, why we dream. All that stuff, but yeah, Freud um, didn't have it all down. I'm sorry, no, nope. he nope. had a few points, but I don't think he has it all down. Nope, definitely not. All right, this is another music question. Oh no, we're in trouble. Okay, go ahead. Where do you stand on Nickelback? Nope, nope, no Nickelback. Nope, what there why no- is there's I just um, them and Coldplay, I'm not a huge fan of, of their music, but there is one song that Nickelback, I was so angry and pissed off, it was uh, a handful of years ago when I w- was on a trip to Minneapolis, uh, just a little road trip, and I was just playing through the radio, because, you know, of course, I'm hoping, like, the closer I get to Minneapolis, the more prints I'll hear on the radio. <laughs> and there was one song that had this really great guitar, bass, drum intro. And I was like, who? What is this? Like, it was rocking. And so I shazammed it. And it was fucking Nickelback. And then as soon as the vocals hit in, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> read this as damn, And I was like, I can't. I just, and I got suckered in. I was like, I feel, I felt, I felt dirty. <laughs> like I don't know how to explain it and I was like kind of pissed off and it's happened a couple other times where I'm like eh, I don't know this is that intro this is that no- changing the channel so I know that fine people listen to it and whatever but I'm not a fan of Lincoln Park either even oh. though well that is probably like more of a personal thing I had an ex that was obsessed with them okay I got you. And I have that tie-in. So that same ex also thought that I was, there was something wrong with me because I was listening to Slipknot. So, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I I know that that kid, like, you know, killed himself and his lyrics, like, listening to him, you're like, oh, I think he's crying for help this whole time. But, so it's not like that I don't I don't hate Lincoln Park, but Nickelback and Coldplay, they're just no. <laughs> I don't like yeah. to use the word hate, but I don't they're never on my rotation. Yeah. They're ever. they're they're not what they're just not amused. You don't like them musically. I mean it's just no nope. I could see that. I just I I don't get the I mean I, if you've paid attention to it's kinda like kind of cool. I mean I don't know if cool, but it's kind of just the the trend to hate Nickelback. I don't know why. Yeah, um, I wasn't a part of the trend. I just didn't like. I yeah, just see, and that's one thing. I mean, it's just that like it's middle of the road soft mushy rock. Yeah, I mean, it's got its place, but um, I, 
mean, I like some of their music, but I mean, I think they try a little too hard when it comes to some of their themes and their music and and they they try to be a little too, I think, or at least portray themselves as a little too hardcore a little bit sometimes when they're not. And they're not. Uh, I mean, a lot of their songs, I mean, talking about strippers and prostitutes and sex and it's just, whatever. It's, it's all, uh, yeah, it's it's fake. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't fit. Like, I you mean, listen to Motley Crue and you're like, mm, yeah. yeah, that yeah. shit's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, girls, well, girls, girls, yeah. Okay. Yeah, speaking of crew, yes. I mean, the, the Dirt thing coming out on... Um, soon the the, the biopic the dirt biopic oh <gasps> no oh yeah they they announced that netflix it'll be out um shoot uh i thought it was the summer maybe there was a trailer for it that came out already interesting oh, did sh- you know that tommy lee just got married to oh, a shit. young uh she was like a like an Instagram girl, like no, <laughs> yeah. She was on that little documentary that was on Netflix, where it was like how being a Instagram social media person fucked up their lives or whatever. Oh no, I didn't know that. But no. yeah, she seemed like a cool girl, and so I just was like, oh, I'll just follow her on Instagram, and see what her stuff looks like. Well, she's like wedding days in two days, and there's a picture of Tommy Lee, and I was like, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, the dirt. The dirt on Netflix comes out. Uh, oh, this week. Nice. Okay. Twenty second of March. That's right. one of my one of my favorite music books ever. I mean, oh, one so of I mean, just the stories and everything in that. Um, I'm actually oh. re- rereading it right now, but I didn't realize it was coming out this soon, so I'm gonna have to get finish that again. Yeah, I but, saw Vince Neil in the intern there in the middle around like. 2002 or so mm-hmm. he was uh which you know it's like ben Sneel in wichita kansas with other people playing instruments um oh my <laughs> gosh it was like the most ridiculous i enjoyed the show i'm not i'm i enjoyed it but he was oh my gosh yeah i i could probably see where I, you're going with this yeah I could see him where I was standing, where he would sing a song and not finish it, and the rest of the people would finish it. He would go backstage, and he was like breathing from an oxygen tank. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I've heard stories about that. You have, okay. Yeah, so, I'm not alone. But no, it was, no, he oh, was. Jeez, uh, I'm trying to think. Um, When's the last time I haven't seen him forever, but there was there was a lot of I think health issues as well. I mean, mm-hmm. true health he issues looked, going this on. This is where he looked his worst. It was yeah, that was probably like in two thousand two or so. And and I even think now, I mean, if you listen to him now sing, I don't think he can do what he used to do. Oh no, he can he couldn't because then I saw them when they got back together as a band. About 2004, so two years later, he he was a lot better than when I saw him individually, and they performed together. And oh god, that was a great rock show! Like Tommy Lee had his boob cam, which I participated. <laughs> I totally participated in because why not? Yeah, um, exactly. Why not? Me, me, and all the other girls in our group of people, we did that. But um, I saw him. I saw them 
two years ago with Alice Cooper because my mom's a huge Alice Cooper fan. So I've always wanted to take her to an Alice, Alice Cooper concert. So it's Alice Cooper and Motley Crue. Alice Cooper was the first act and it was amazing. Like fantastic. <laughs> and his lead guitarist that, uh, oh, what's her name with the blonde hair? Oh, Nita she's, Strauss. Yes. She's fantastic. Yes, like, she is. Oh my gosh. Like nobody can play guitar like her. Like I've, like she's one of my top favorite guitarists. She's up there, and then Motley Crue comes on, and it's like a big show. But Vince Neil still couldn't sing. They had backup singers for him, like backup girls singing all the mm. extra stuff. The rest of the band performed well, you know. But it, yeah, they were the headliner, but they were not the shiners of the of the night at all. Oh. Yeah, it's a shame though. I mean, that's mm-hmm. yeah, he's just not not what he once was. Um, but no, I'm looking forward to uh, the Dirt movie on Netflix to see oh, how funny. to see how crazy they actually make it compared to the book. Um, because obviously, I mean, right from the beginning, that book is nuts. So it's in, they're just insane. Yeah. <laughs> One profession I would never want to have is to be a musician, a, a, a high flute and big time musician, because it seems like anybody that's been in that, it's just a crazy effed up world. Yeah. And I mean, very few people come out of that world. I think I a, agree. A normal, whatever you would define a normal person to be. But I mean, people come out of that world. I mean, with with serious things going on. <laughs> yeah, I, car accidents, deaths, drugs, death, like that. Yeah, I, I, the closest I'll ever get because I'm not musically talented, but um, I'm learning to play guitar. I'm trying to learn, and that's the closest thing I'll ever come. Is just, hey, I've got a guitar, I've got an amp, I'm taking lessons or I'm learning. And that's about as as good as it's going to get. <laughs> Just don't play any Dave Matthews. Oh God, I I hate I that's I don't have any problem saying I hate Dave Matthews band. I yeah, I despise that music. I like some of the stuff they did where it was like more Tim oriented, but um, back in my college days, like every house party, there was some floppy haired white kid that would always try to play. <laughs> crash into me I'm like I can play guitar and start playing crash and I'm like yeah, don't. I, Just don't I do can't that. I can't uh Dave they come through here pretty much every year and they play two back they play back-to-back nights mm-hmm. and I can't I mean I know several people that go both nights and, and of course they're different I mean different set lists both nights but I I no not for me yeah I appreciate, I know that they're talented musicians, but no doubt. And I know he has like uh, personal tics and things like that. And it's just a band that I just didn't, I bought the CDs and didn't listen to them after the first listen. Yep. Yeah. I've, I've, I never bought any CDs from him. So from them, so that's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. Next question. 
All right, we're running long, so uh, I know. We'll... Sorry. <laughs> oh no, you're fine. You're fine. I I could never. T- you could never tell how long these are gonna last. Um. So okay, this will be an easy one. You can make a sandwich out of anything. What ingredients do you use? <gasps> my favorite sandwich. Yes. Oh, I love my favorite sandwich. It's from my childhood. We'd have it on Saturdays. You get the cheap person white bread and you put Miracle Whip on both sides and you put lots of lettuce, some tomato, a slice of American cheese and whatever, like the ham, the sliced ham on there and you step it with Doritos. Oh, that's, that's a good one. That is my favorite. Yes. That is my favorite sandwich ever. No, they're nacho cheese Doritos. Yeah, just the regular Doritos. Regular, regular Doritos. That, yeah, that I I have done that before um, with oh, like ham sandwiches thing. and things. Um, mm-hmm. I also do it with uh, Fritos, like the Fritos corn chips. Ooh. I do. I've done that before too. Um, the that my next question would be: You're a Miracle Whip person, or are you a mm-hmm. mayo mayo person? Um, our family has grown up Miracle Whip and I can only stick with the Miracle Whip because one time I went over to a friend's house when I was a kid and her mom, like uh, what I described to you is what we made, what my mom provided for sandwiches, like the lettuce, tomato, cheese, meat, chips, this good bread, went over to her friend's house once when I was a kid and her mom made sandwiches. And so in my mind, I'm like, Oh, sandwiches. Yay. And it was like bologna and then like we used the craft slices. Mm-hmm. So hers was bologna, not craft slices. One side was mayonnaise and one side side of the bread was uh, butter. And that was their sandwich. And it was it was literally the most one of the most traumatizing things in my life. Because uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I felt rude for trying to not eat it. And I was like, I need to eat it because I can't be rude, and I couldn't do it at so, all. So butter on one side, may- mayonnaise on the other? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Yeah, I've... And then I it was don't... just like, there were no vegetables involved. It was just like a slab of the, the cheaper cheese and then bologna. And I was like, mm-mm. And she hands him, is like, here's a sandwich. And I was like, oh, the girl, that ain't a sandwich. no i just yeah so my little sandwich is like the crispiness of the lettuce and the juiciness of the tomato but the tomato cannot touch the bread on either side just yeah you you can't no soggy bread no No soggy bread bread. exactly no (laughs) (laughs) vomit inducing you oh gross yeah i i i grew up a miracle whip person but then Yay. I slow, I slowly <gasps> transitioned to mayonnaise, Ew. and now mayonnaise on everything, mm-hmm. including. And this is not a question, but I even eat mayo on my French fries. <gasps> you are so like European in saying that. It's uh, I've heard that's a Canadian thing. Oh, Canadian put, too. Yeah, you <clears throat> put a you put a little little pepper in your mayo. And you use it for your French fries. Dip your French fries. It's good. 
And I, yeah, I have progressed to a little bit of that. There's a few restaurants in Kansas City that have like seasoned mayos where I'm like, I know this ain't Miracle Whip, but Mir- Miracle Whip, one of the good things about it is it, it's, it has paprika in it. Mm-hmm. That's what gives it that extra flavor versus like the Hellman's mayonnaise. Yep. So, yes, I have had mayonnaise in my adult life. <laughs> But it's like right. seasoned, seasoned up and flavored with whatever. All right. So you had your 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 favorite sandwich. Now this mm-hmm. is a question that's out there on the internet. I don't know. I still don't really know the answer. <clears throat> I know my answer, but there is no right answer. Um, is a hot dog considered a sandwich? No. And why not? It has never been considered a sandwich in my mind so it's elongated it's not in a round shape so no a hot dog needs to own itself as its own thing and it needs to be honored as a hot dog so what if you put the hot dog between two pieces of like white bread that's weird (laughs) well yeah weird (laughs) that's just weird there's like way too much bread for that, and there's then the dogs hanging out too long. Yeah, no, no, absolutely right. eh, no. Hot dog is not a sandwich. Hot dog is not a sandwich. I don't think it is either. So a hot dog but... is is its own entity, and it should be proud of that, and it should own it and be its own thing. A yes. hot dog is a hot dog. Where you go, Chicago dog, whatever. Like I had a Seattle dog, Kansas City dog, whatever. It's its own thing. See, my my thoughts are the bread. I mean, the mm-hmm. the 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 vessel that you're serving the hot dog in. Like on on a sandwich, it's two pieces of bread that are. And you can put a bajillion things in it. Yeah, that are, but they are parallel to each other. They're right. non-hinged. A hot dog bun is a hinged piece of bread. Correct. It is not. It is not a sandwich. Because nope. of the vessel that you're serving it in. Right. Now, and then in, yeah, see, in a hot dog, your main focus is the hot dog and you add things to it. Yes. In a sandwich, so, you can put like two things, 50 things, four things, whatever. See, but my thought is, though, if you slice that hot dog kind of like long ways, so it laid down on the bread and you use bread, oh, yeah. then, it, then it becomes a sandwich. Mm, no. Nope. See that—that's my thoughts. It would become a sandwich if you modified the meat, the hot dog meat, whatever it's made from. But then it's uh, just not a hot dog. Then it's just a hot dog sandwich. That's a good way of looking at it. It's a hot dog sandwich. It's just a hot dog sandwich at that yeah, point. Yeah, it's not a hot dog anymore. Just a hot dog nope. sandwich. It's not the same. It's not going to have the same feeling when you eat it because there's something about. I I like baseball. I like to go to my Royals games. There's something about having your hot dog. And having it, and it's like this elongated, crazy thing that you have to carry around the stadium and get to your seat. Put your little, you know, you put your condiments on it. Like you put your condiments on, like on a sandwich, it's not the same thing. You can't, like, yeah, no. You get your sandwich how it is, and you say, This is what I want, this is what I want. No, a hot dog is like its own thing entirely, separate, and it should be proud of that. The hot dog should be proud that it's its own thing, that it's not a part of the sandwich community. No, I 
I do tend to agree. I mean, it's uh, uh, I I go back a little um, forth back and forth on this, but um, it, it's kind of like the questions when you think about it, like when you think about cereal, like mm-hmm. breakfast cereal. Is cereal a soup? No. Not a soup? Not a soup. Because to me, you have to cook a soup. Okay. It has to be warm. But there it can be there can be cold soups. There are cold soups, but they have to be cooked first before they're cold. Okay, true. See, it just it's things like that to enter my mind. I'm like Yeah, uh, no, I totally I, yeah, no, I guess these things keep me up at night. That's that's yeah. how that's how no, crazy I'm, I am. I am analytical about these things as well. All right, all right. Let's see. <laughs> We've got three questions left, and they're all. The next one is: When was the last time you climbed a tree? Oh my gosh! It has been a long. Uh, it's been a long time. Trying to think of the last time it has been. It's probably been about over five years. This is shit that I would do a lot, but and and so it's been over five years. Why haven't you climbed a tree in the last five years? Um, I guess I haven't had the opportunity, and uh, also a lot of the trees then that I've been around have been heavily groomed, so you can't reach the bottom limbs to climb a tree. Okay. Good answer right there. Mm-hmm. I climbed a tree last week. Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> I need to put that on my list. That sounds like a fun thing. Cause I used to do it back in the day, just dicking around with friends and stuff like that. Yeah. My, my grandparents up in Michigan, they used to have this humongous willow tree. I mean, it had, oh, it had been there. Tree. I would say 60 or 70 years. And um, we used to climb that. And I used to, I mean, at the point, at that point, I was able to get to near, I mean, within five feet of the top. It was, it was, but it was a humongous tree. They eventually had to cut it down, but, um, uh, which made me really sad. But uh, uh, it just, I think of, I always think of that when I think of climbing trees. But I actually had to climb a tree last week or whatever because, Something kid threw a thing up in the tree and it got stuck. So I had to, my ladder only went up a certain distance. So I had to climb the rest ah, of it. Wow. So, and wow. I am not a good climber these days. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you need to get, get in touch with Joe Stark and uh, yeah, well, touch in and, on that. <laughs> him and his climbing. I, I, I find crazy. that stuff crazy. He's got that. Joe, if you're listening to this, I love you. Man, I he's got that crazy gym. I mean, that crazy climbing gym in his garage or whatever. Yeah. That he built he built himself. That's insane. That is I, insane. That's that's a lot of upper body strength and something. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. And even listening to that like the free solo climbing stuff, super crazy. Oh, that that Mm-mm. That that like booby nope. that, that that had me on the edge of my seat. I nope. my heart was beating, and I I was that was crazy. 
Yeah. Nope. 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 <laughs> like I might do, which they showed on my uh, career eye for Kansas City. One of the kids, they there's a spot in North Kansas City that has a they have a climbing gym. It's like I would maybe consider doing that, but yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, you'll never find. And I'm it. not I'm not terribly afraid of heights or anything like that. I'm just like ah, I'm. Like one of my clients, which is, which is so cute. One of my clients, one, a new client that I had, it was so funny because she kind of reversed the roles on my, reversed the roles on me and was asking me questions about myself, which I was like, well, this is different. I'll roll with it. But one of her questions was, are you a yogi or a weighty? Mike, <laughs> what are you talking about? And I was like, um, well, I'm not a yogi, but what do you mean by weighty? She goes, well, when you work out, like, do you, because we were talking about working out and stuff. She's like, well, are you a yogi or a weighty? And I guess weighty means a person who, like, goes to the gym and lifts weights. I was like, uh, mm. okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a yogi. I was like, I go, I go lift weights. That's, <laughs> I've tried the yoga stuff and I've done it a few times. And every time I do, it, I think like I'm going to feel something different and every time it's not <laughs> and I appreciate that people get results from it but anytime I do it I'm always just like in some weird position thinking how long do I have to hold this like what am I doing I don't know what's going on like ah. <laughs> but yeah I'm definitely more I'm giving me the free weights at the gym and that's what I like yeah yeah you'll never you'll never find me doing yoga I I, that would not be a pretty sight. I just, I've, I've just, and I've tried to give it a go several times because I have several people that have such positive results and it's just, you know, I feel like my legs over my head and I'm just sitting there waiting going like, so what now? What do I, what do I do? What do I do? So I don't, I don't <laughs> think it's my jam. I don't think it's my jam, but meh. <laughs> everybody has their own thing and that's yeah. good if you yeah, find you, your thing then do it exactly you find what works for you and you stick with it and that's that's good oh yeah don't ever put me on a treadmill Ugh. <laughs> yeah i can't i can't really run treadmill these days because my knees but um i uh I, I i typically find myself on an elliptical most of the time yeah i i don't like those machines either i'm uh, most of the time I'm just a free weight person and sometimes I'll use weight machines and I'll like walk on the treadmill for a little bit, but I don't know. I'm, I, I don't know what it is, but it's just like the, having the weights in hand or something, I don't know, that makes my brain work better Oh yeah. for working out. So I don't know. All right. Two so more questions. That's the question you down. Are you a yogi or a weighty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I would definitely be a weighty. Weighty. All right. So, two more questions. I think really these last two I think are good questions. Yeah. Not not the other the, the other 18 weren't good questions, but <laughs> Have we already been through that many questions? Yeah, we're on 19 wow. right now. Crazy. Okay, this one, when was the last time you changed your opinion or belief about something major? 
kind of ties into the whole political stuff from before. But when was the last time you changed your opinion or a belief about something major in your life? Oh, my gosh. Uh, um, sadly enough, this would not be a political thing. It would probably be a religious thing. Okay. Which is the... Yeah. Um... Not that I grew up super religious, but definitely had some of those beliefs and had times in my life that I was a part of church groups, young people that followed Christianity, stuff like that. But I always had that little thought in the back of my mind where I still was, I think, uh, you know, I got bullied in a Sunday school because I couldn't understand how God would hate everybody or hate other people that were not Christians and stuff like that. Cause it didn't make sense to me. This is like, if God's good, then blah. why would he not like these other people? But, uh, yeah, definitely was like a travel through my youth and into my twenties and hung out with an amazing group of people that we hung out and had a lot of great times together and stuff. But then there's just, I don't know if it was just the culmination of my brain finally like fusing together and realizing reality. But yeah, a lot of the things that I believed in religion wise really had a huge shift and change almost like overnight I'm not even in my 20s, probably in my 30s. You know, it's a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess where just just all of the, I don't know, I guess like not trying to say dismissing the fairy tale stuff that you learn, but I don't know. Just all of the anything that goes with, I guess, growing up sort of quote-unquote Christian and just looking at everything happening in the world. You know, like with the Catholic Church and other things (laughs) and people dying and just mass shootings and like all this stuff and trying to, you know, evaluate like if you were to ask your entity why is this happening, then I'm not getting a good answer because I don't think any of it would make sense. So there was a huge shift in, I guess, maybe my belief system or faith system. Yeah, I, hmm. I, I, I'm kind of the opposite because Mm -hmm. I did not grow. Well, I wouldn't say opposite, but I did not grow up religious at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I've been to church a few times here and there, but it was with like friends or, or something like that. Um, we never went to church. I mean, what religion was not really something that was really thought about. Um, and to this day, I'm still, I am not religious. I, um, I mean, I guess if you really want to say, I'd be, I mean, more atheist. I mean, I'm an atheist, but um, it's one of those things of, I, I think you can see 
that, I mean, as you you were saying that, and I, I still don't know a good answer for it, what you said. Like, how, why do, like, if if God or whoever is kind of directing things to happen or, or whatever, why is there so such, like, turmoil in the world or... I mean, those sort of questions I think get I mean asked a lot regarding, okay, why did this happen or that happen or you said mass shootings, I mean mm-hmm. those sorts of things. I mean, I could I mean I could definitely see questioning those if you were if you did grow up in that kind of religious environment. Yeah, most things like I didn't grow up into it completely. It was well something that I grew into at a certain point through like my teens and my twenties. But yeah, no, I didn't, I just, I don't know. Then they, they throw like, uh, Oh, like last week on SNL where what's his bucket said something about like, if you supporting something, not supporting something or, how can you support the Catholic church when you know that they've done all these things wrong? And then like the Catholic church <clears throat> is trying to demand like some sort of apology from SNL. Then I think to myself, I'm like, well, the Catholic church has known all of these priests have done all of these horrible things to children. So I don't understand why it, it's not dealt with or addressed or removed, I guess. Yeah, I no, no, I, I, <laughs> I agree. I, I don't understand a lot of that. Um, uh, so we'll go on to the last question. Yep, because we'll that's, go on from that. That's, that's, a, that's a whole a, different thing. That's a big question, <laughs> and that's a big thing to deal with. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't know how to answer this. <laughs> but this, these are my feelings, so I'll say it. All right, so... This last question, what are some small things that make your day better? Oh, my gosh. Um, I like the lit- little small weird things. So, like, um, in the neighborhood I live now, there are these two little crazy, even though I think these dogs are kind of evil, not these dogs in particular, but this breed of dog. And I say that as a joke, but there's these two neighborhood chihuahuas that just run around and do <laughs> everything that they want. And just seeing them around my neighborhood makes me happy. And they'll, you know, come up and chat with Sophie and small butts and do whatever they want. Except they don't like me. They like Sophie. <laughs> like they stay away from humans. I'm like, well, as long as you're not doing anything crazy to Sophie, I'm good. Um, and my salon has a, we have all glass on the whole front. So all of the people walking by with their dogs or their kids, all of that, that's entertaining. And just little teeny tiny things in life that I see where, you know, if you're driving around and you see somebody slow down for somebody to cross the street or anything like that, just People being good humans, like if you're in the grocery store and somebody's being polite with their shopping cart and does something nice or let somebody else in front of them because 
their cart has 400 items, but this person has like four. Just any, any good human interactions like that make me happy. That's good. Yeah. That's, I, I think the small things like, I mean, I mean, what, I don't know what, if it's still looked down as kind of old school stuff, just open holding doors open mm-hmm. for people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think is, I, I, I hold doors open for people all the time, but yeah, anybody um, it doesn't just have to be a man opening the door no, for a woman. Ex- it can exactly. be anybody. Exactly. I mean, I mean, if someone's behind you, just, just hold the door up for them as, as they walk in. I mean, let them go first, open the door, let them go first, and then go in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the small things like that. Yes. Um, uh, the, you said slowing down, um, and checking on someone or slowing down for some reason or, um, in, I've done that a few times where like if someone, you could tell someone's either in trouble or they just had a bad wreck or whatever. I mean, stopping, mm-hmm. I mean, in, again, you never really know the situation, but, um, I, I kind of believe if I was ever in a wreck or something, or if I was on the side of the road stranded, I would kind of hope that someone would stop mm-hmm. and, and help, or at least inquire about, Hey, do you need some help? Do you need a phone to call someone or do you have a phone? Um, but it's kind of like the simple things of, I always go back to holding doors, but e- even just, I mean, kind of just saying, Hey, I mean, how's it going? How you doing? I mean, even the kind of the small talk a lot of times yep. is, it is good of say, how you doing? I mean, like if you're in a grocery store, I know some people don't like to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, some people don't like that small talk, but. Um, or even if you just say like, excuse me or pardon me or sorry, or I guess here, I don't know if you say it there in your area, but the common phrase is like, oop, sorry. Ah, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, stuff like that is, is, is what I like. And it, it's just, um, even so just politeness. Yes. I mean, basic politeness, I think, which has kind of gone away a lot. I, I mean, so you don't, too. you don't see it as much anymore. And I, I kind of wish a lot of that would come back. I mean, just the basic courtesy, basic politeness, mm-hmm. I saying, agree. please, thank you. Um, uh, just opening doors and I mean, that sort of thing. And, and then if someone holds a door open for you saying, thank you to them, thank you. Yep. I Agreed. Mean, I can't tell you how many times I've opened a door for someone and held a door open or even a string of people that come through Ugh. and no one says a word. Really? Like, yeah. Oh like, my co- gosh. That's come sucks. on people. I mean. All you have to do is say thank you. I mean, but no, it's the same on either side, whether you're the person saying thank you or the person holding the door. When that interaction actually happens with both sides, I think it makes I, I felt positivity on both sides of that. Yeah, exactly. And then it makes you just feel better. And you're like, ah, hey. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just the things like that that, that I typically like. Um, and then the one thing, and I, I know these aren't my questions, but uh, <laughs> but I I just start thinking about things here. And you had talked about your dog, and mm-hmm. I mean, like I have three cats. We have three cats here, and like the one cat, Newton, Sir Newton, 
every time <laughs> every time I come home because my wife works from home and when I come home and the garage door opens I guess he runs down to the the back door and just waits there oh and and as a cat it's kind of strange I mean no, I get, that's I mean, not as, strange not not really no Anim- mean, it, like your your animals uh imprint onto you in a certain point whether it's a cat or a dog or whatever just true i mean he so he must but, be your cat yeah he's 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 the one that i mean every night he sleeps on on top of me yeah he's, a, he's your he's like you've, a, you've imprinted on him in some fashion he's like a 20 pound Maine coon and he sleeps on top of my chest every single night. Oh, and the fact that it's a mancoon, that makes even more sense. Because yeah. those cats are like way in, like way intelligent. Above, yeah, above regular cats. Don't <laughs> let your other cats hear that. Well, I've got another main I've got a second mancoon. Yeah, don't let that one hear it either because <laughs> he'll get crazy. But well, no, mancoons are like they're they're yeah. I've had a few friends that have owned them and they just seem like their their intelligence level or their perception is way more than just like a a stray cat house cat. Yeah. He, you know. I, I it, it just I love I mean just a small thing. He's always there. I mean, whenever I walk in the door, he hears the garage door go up and I walk in and he's always there waiting. Which is, yep. I think, is, and it just—it's always funny because I'll go in and pick him up, and I'll talk to him as well. So mm-hmm. I, you're his <laughs> human. You're his human. That's uh, funny. All right. So that was <laughs> that was the end of the twenty questions. Hey, I know we took a... dang near two and a half hours, <laughs> we, which is music, awesome. Music hit, yeah. Music hit us too much. Which is awesome. Yeah, I could talk <laughs> about music for every day, um, but. Again, I do thank you for coming on here and letting me ask you a bunch of different questions and being the second person Yay! to now appear on And only the after sixth. the queen, I feel so yep. like, ah. Yep, yep. <laughs> now it's been Rebecca and then you. So um, we'll continue, definitely continue with the segment. Um, now, where can ever where can people find you? Whether it's social media or any podcast that you do, or where can people um, find you out there? Plug so, anything you want. Oh yeah, oh I get to do a plug. Um, yeah, so I mean through the Leftover Army, I'm a part of the podcast that's the Leftover Army Monsters podcast. Which um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna with, stop you right there really quickly mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I love that podcast. I just wanted oh to say gosh, that. Oh my gosh, you listen. Yes, I I love that podcast. Uh, I'm not a huge monster movie type type person, but I love the discussions. I, I love that podcast. So I just wanted to say I just wanted to say that. I uh, love my drunkenness on some of the episodes. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no, and and that's been a whole lot of fun for me because this is a whole that was a whole new genre that I've never explored, and I'm now starting to get to the point that I get a little. Uh, no, I feel like I'm into enough of a groove that I'm getting a more heavy opinion about things I like or don't like versus in the beginning, it's like, oh, I kind of like this movie. Or like, oh, that was good. And I'm like, no, this part was stupid or these graphics were dumb or this puppetry was awkward. But um, Eric and Dan, like chatting them 
chatting with them every week about these movies has been, yeah, such a, an amazing, wonderful, fun thing. And a, and a good distraction for what I have needed in my life at this point. So I love it. And I love this whole new genre. It's hard to believe that there's just another genre that I'm not involved in. And now I am immersed completely and have opinions about it. Cause I feel like I'm a little more educated, but yeah, it's enjoyable, but that's kind of the, the only other thing that I do like that. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, and people, if you're, if anybody's listening to this, that this podcast that does not listen to the other leftover army podcasts on the official feed, um, the 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 leftover army monster podcast that that and what's it specifically called? <laughs> is it is it specifically called leftover the essentially Mar- leftover? Uh, gosh dang it! Now you're asking me, and I had it in my head just like twenty seconds ago. So leftover movie or leftover army monster podcast. I'll, um, nope, nope. Dan's gonna ground me. I'm done. I'm not even gonna try to say it now. Um, <laughs> all, all out, all out monster attack. There we go. Right? Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Mm. People, people, Sorry, you put, go you listen put to that. Put the pressure on me, and then I got like anxious and weird. So yeah. Okay. Yes. All people, out monster attack. There we go. People, <laughs> go go listen to this podcast. It's a good one. Okay. Um, don't just. Don't just take my word for it. Go listen to it. It's good. I, yeah. I, and I send promise Dan you. an email. It'll make him happy. Yes, send send <laughs> emails, please. Send emails to them. All right. So, so again, Amanda, I, I thank you so much for being on here. Thank you. Um, I had a lot of fun. Hopefully, everybody else had fun here. Um, I, and we'll we'll definitely talk to you at a later date i mean we can i know we can I, we could talk music all the time so I know. <laughs> maybe maybe we can come you can come back on and we'll talk just a whole episode of music yeah just rock music I mean, there you go just rock music just 90s music whatever it might be perfect um, so so again i do thank you very much for coming on well thank you are these really the questions that i was called here to answer do you have any other questions for me counselor So I'd like to thank Amanda for spending some time on the podcast tonight. But that's all I've got today. So if you want to be a guest on this podcast, get a hold of me and let me know what you want to talk about. I'm pretty much open to anything. Let me know if you want to have a QA and a with me. Um, I'm definitely open to that. So you can find the show on Facebook at the Nobody Asked You Kevin page or on Twitter at my verified Twitter account at ForensicToxGuy or by email at nobodyaskedyoukevin at gmail.com So until next time, go watch Captain Marvel, higher, further, faster, baby, and keep your stick on the ice. Peace.